Testing, testing. That's what I'm talking about right there. Go a little bit far back, some old school, and, and we are technically back in black. We're out of the red, back in the black. Not my normal choice of music. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Mayberry light from uh, fucking Barney Five is not available right now. You just fucking mute me. No, no, I did the rim shot, but you can't. Can't hear it over the music. What a bump. All right, well, welcome, everybody. We are back. We are not live, but we are here. Uh, Four guys on a Saturday. Going to be two guys and two ladies on a... Friday! It is Friday. It is finally Friday. George Jones, you, shout out right there. Are you going to make a big deal about Friday like everybody does? Holy shit, it's almost Friday. No, because I work Fuck, seven days Friday. a week, so it I doesn't know. really matter. <laughs> I heard about it Friday. <laughs> All right. I am Joe, one of your hosts here, owner of Bright's Engraving Trophy Ratings, oldest, most trusted engraving in the store, box escape from Zombicelli, and Sensational Tanning. And I am here with... Troy Parrott, owner of Good Times Pizza and Things, out in Palisadro, 5474-555. And both of them are good, the pizza and the things. And the things. And the things. Some people say the things are better. I like the things equally as much as I like the I pizza. I kicked those people out of my shop. Yeah, see, it's got to be a cross <laughs> fucker, it's all about the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and we have some guests, and I will let uh, let them introduce themselves. Hey, this is Molly, from one of Troy's good friends. And my name is Hope, also one of Troy's friends. Does that mean that all of your friends are in this room right now, I imagine, Troy? <laughs> Two out of five. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> this is a quorum almost. Right? I'm just saying. Welcome. Welcome. So let's start with uh, how you guys know Troy. Uh, Winco Foods. Worked with them for many, many years. Well, worked with is kind of a stretch. No. <laughs> she, she was my supervisor when I was in pizza. Um, probably one of the smartest pizza people when it comes to product awareness and people and how to run a shop and how to manage people and how to sell a product and the making the little things, the big things. You hear me say that a lot right. about making small things, the big things. I would pretty much learn that from her. Awesome. So, hope I just worked with as a pizza manager. She just gave me a lot of shit. Usually <laughs> all of it deserved. Absolutely. Just, I'm she sure. She totally thought she was better than me. No, I would totally call him up just to give him shit. shit. Totally. I, you know, I get it. I, like, <laughs> I, I think our audience understands. <laughs> So you guys, did you both, so you both wor worked at Winco until how long ago? Oh boy, for me, it's been, um, it's about 10 years ago. All right. Yeah, for me, it's been seven years. Okay, so you guys probably know Kenny. Maintenance? Kenny from Ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I didn't know Kenny. <laughs> San Francisco giant Kenny. Yeah, that's that's my cousin. Ah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah that's why I don't talk too much shit about him. <laughs> 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 me or Kenny? <laughs> both. Kenny's got a thing for cinnamon. Oh, Always well, had. Well. Always had. Yeah. <laughs> no, Troy and I go way back. We've, we've done slung a lot of pie together. Boy, many oh, years. Oh, those euphemisms you kids are using these Shit days. Yeah. <laughs> I think we opened, what, about 55 pizza places together? Yep. yep. Those are rookie numbers. Yeah. <laughs> One or two. One or three or 55. All right. Well, you're <laughs> ahead of me. I haven't opened any. 
They're, they're chaos. I've man. closed a couple down once yeah. in a while, you know, at the buffets and all that. Awesome. Yeah, those are good times, man. We used to go down and just a completely talented, didn't even know who we were. I'm going to trigger this to play your commercial every time we say good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> play uh, it. Play it. Uh, let's see here. Play it's it. been a while. Let's oh, see. My mic is not playing nice today. Let's see if we can figure this out here. It's one of them. It's one of them. Sensational Tampa. Oh, not that you, one. That's you promoting yourself Spicy again. Spicy. Brought to you by Good Times Pizza, located <laughs> in Palisadro, California, 22049 Old 44 Drive, 547-4555. Come out and say hi to everybody. My mom always said I had a perfect face for radio. Yeah, my mom too. Look, mom, I made it. <laughs> oh, man, so the world is, uh, let's let's cover the, the elephant in the room, man. The world's gone kind of shit lately. I was just reading a post that my dad put on Facebook about it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, please don't do that. <laughs> Isn't it awesome to see the total s- scale of difference between the older generation posts and the younger generation posts about the same thing, man? It's like it's like pendulums. Yeah, uh, man. I just never thought I'd see the day where Russia could possibly fall. I mean, they've always been our biggest you know, Cold War and all of that. And now we're looking at them as the number two military in the world and they can't get their tanks across the border. <laughs> well, there's something to be said about stagnate. <laughs> I mean, if you don't use it, it doesn't work right, right? Right, right. I mean, it seems to be seems Not to that be I know case. about that, but I mean, if, and if did you're you not know using it. Putin is 5'5". Five five. Oh, yeah, he's got an appointment. That doesn't explain later. everything about that man's personality. <laughs> that, Little uh, man syndrome. Oh, definitely, man. And then you got... What's the guy's name? Chris Goff or... No, no, the... The Ukrainian president. Ukrainian. What's his name? Uh, Something... Fucking Mr. Badass. Dude, he's real. He goes on there wearing jeans and hoodies, and he's real. Yeah, he's an ex-MMA fighter. Zelensky. Because Zelensky. You could probably be... So he's an actor. He was an actor, and he played in a sitcom that the entire premise was a man accidentally being elected to president. And here he is. Get the fuck out (laughs) of here. That's serious. That's awesome. Dude, that guy see that guy's balls got from brass space. balls, man. I'll tell you, like, from space, you can I see tell Sherry all the time, if there's ever a brass shortage, we just need to go to Ukraine because they're all got it in their pants, man. Those guys are, I mean, well, it's Snake not just Island. The, it's not just the guys, man. Look at that old lady. That was 70-something stopping. years yeah. old and said, enlist me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and said, and then the ladies that are sitting beside the road handing out sunflower seeds to fucking the soldiers. And soldiers. what are these for? So when you die, flowers they'll bloom in our they'll soil. Bloom in our they'll soil. bloom when you die on our soil. Yeah. Holy shit. And then you see all these people freaking out in America. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, saw, I, saw I want that to po- be my grandma. <laughs> I saw a text post one that said, uh, stop worrying that they're going to call you to, to fight. You can't even show up to work. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were just discussing that earlier, we weren't we? Were. Oh, boy. It's Good Lord terrible. Almighty. Yeah. How is it still a thing right now? I mean, how is not going to work? I mean, they cut off the, the, the pay. Because it only takes 21 days to form a habit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my thought. It only took 21 days to form the habit of not going to work. Jesus Christ. It is ridiculous. And and then, you know, here locally, we've got the fire today. Are you seeing that? Yeah, I've been, we've been getting alarms, uh, all notices day. all day. Early start on that one. Did you see the smoke coming over? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be bad. I don't know what BLM was thinking this morning that they should do a control burn. You know, it's the exact same thing they did, BLM did, when they burned down fucking, was it? Uh, what was that town up there in the hills they burned down? Ferndale or some fucking shit was oh, about no. seven years ago. They did a controlled burn that got out of the thing and burned down this whole fucking town. 
It's terrible. Sorry, we went to have a control burn on the windiest day of the year. And heard somebody say earlier, like, well, they schedule those weeks in advance. I was like, yeah, but you can cancel. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just lighting a fire. I, mean, I plan like a lot of things in advance, and I cancel most of them. So I, yeah, I don't know. Can you, but well, when can you schedule the weather? <laughs> right? I mean, when you, can you schedule when the wind's, like, starting to well, pump and, up? And if you're the guy that's BLM, I mean, that's your job. You're BLM, <laughs> you're like... Yeah, it's not so uh, That guy might still be working from it's home. Not, it's not so windy. <laughs> yeah. He's working from home He's in like Reno. Home. He's like, I don't know. Weather looks great out here. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead on that. Yeah. Idiots, man. God. But it, they're government, so, you know, set your bar of expectation. Well, what do you got to do? Sue them like they did PG&E? <laughs> right. You got, somebody's got to be around to fight PG&E's fire. PG&E's raising our rates Well, it's because that. they do it all off of computers. Ah. <sighs> Even when we launched space balloons, we got to use all the models, and then we had to step outside and be like, no. Well, because literally, that's what my son does in the Navy. Really? Yeah, he's a meteorologist. He's an AG. All right, AG. Old Navy guy. Yep. Yeah. He Real Navy guy, school. not Old Navy. I never worked at Old, old Navy. Navy. <laughs> old Navy guy. Yeah. <laughs> I had it. 16 years, nine months, and 28 days. I had a segue for that, but you totally blew it. Never mind. Oh, sorry. It's all right. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh <laughs> my God! All right, let's see. Let's uh, let, let's start with. I want to hear some good Troy stories. There's got to be uh, something sure that the world <laughs> doesn't know. Oh boy! Well, he's really good at karaoke. What? <laughs> <laughs> Idaho, Idaho never knew what hit him. Yeah, he was not not as good as the guy in the black jacket though, in the black trench coat. Oh my! God. The guy that only sang Garth Brooks. In a black trench coat. Oh, yeah, the hat and everything. That guy has probably killed somebody at dude, this point. Dude, this guy was so into it, dude. Was but he not? Was that the guy at Denny's? Or that wasn't the one at Denny's? No, it was wasn't it? the one. Okay. It was the one where we did the karaoke behind the restaurant. He went back in the oh, back yeah, of the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this guy was singing Garth Brooks, man. He went down on one knee, and he was just <laughs> fucking. I think the only it. song I could sing karaoke would be probably like Tequila. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, I'll be here all week. Well, that guy got up and at the end of every song, man, he threw his arms out <laughs> and dropped the mic. Hey, man, karaoke needs those guys. Those are the guys that keep the sport alive. The fucking karaoke guy was so pissed at that dude. Stop dropping the mic. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. Fucking awesome. Oh, but man. there wasn't enough people to even keep going, so yeah. he just keep just kept going. Rotating with you. Yeah. They start paying people <laughs> to come in. Just, we got to keep that guy we off the mic. We were getting drunk, and then we decided, okay, we all wrote down songs that we w- wouldn't sing. So we got up and go to the bathroom, came back, and they had me up for karaoke to sing Genie in a Bottle. <laughs> I said, bird. that's on my list, man. Of Free what I bird. Don't sing. Free bird. <laughs> that was funny. Well, Rob, what's the one that Rob hates people singing in the bar? It's uh, Wagon Wheel. Wagon Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we're there for live music, which doesn't happen very often, always. Hey, will you sing Wagon Wheel? Because I know it just gets under his skin. That's funny. We'll, we'll try it. What's <laughs> <laughs> worse is when it's sung horribly. <laughs> <laughs> if he hated it then, he's going to hate it a lot that. more. Man, yeah. so yeah, it's been a while since we've been here. Yeah. It's, it's been uh, probably a month, I would imagine. I think so. And then the but last one was with Tex, and I and butchered that somehow. And then up and didn't even make the airway. It somehow, uh, yeah. We got a new card in today, so we're. You know what the worst thing is, is that was a really good cast. It was. I, I wonder if it was the FBI coming in about the uh, the ghost gun comments. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that one can't go to the market. We're going to delete that one. Because I don't know if we'll be able to get Austin, but, I mean, Tex back in here, man. 
mean, shit, we had to move heaven and earth to get him in the first time. He'll be back. That fucker. I'm going to bring him and Prince together. That'd be cool. Get bulky. We'll go for the trifecta. Dude, this, that'll be it. That'll be it. That'll be a three-hour podcast. <laughs> it is Balky's birthday today. Happy birthday, Balky. Your not, beard's on not point, that he's buddy. Hear that. Oh, yeah, it's 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, do you guys know who Robert Balky is? No. All right, he runs United Chasta here in town, and he has an epic beard. Epic. Epic for the next 38 minutes. And then no beard Balky. No beard bulky. I can't wait NBB. to see him naked. I mean, see his naked face. face. That too. But <laughs> <laughs> he do it for charity or something? Or? He did. He raised over $3,000 for St. Baldrick's, which is for kids with cancer. I believe oh, he had a, awesome. his niece. Don't let maybe. him fool you, man. He d- he's a great dude. That w- but he had to shave that son of a bitch because he went to work for probation. Let's get I don't real. know that that's a that's requirement. It is. Because he's got to be able to wear a mask. Mm. Well, they have beard masks. <laughs> he just like flipped the beard up. And rubber band it. That's what she said. A HEPA filter. (laughs) (laughs) A HEPA filter. Oh, man. So we might have to tune in if we're still going. We might hit the audio and see if we can watch Balky get his beard shaved off. I'm sure his wife is stoked. She's she's excited. So now you guys don't have to wear the mask anywhere here except for medical? Correct. Right. And And uh, school's up until the 12th. And cash and carry. Cash and carry? Are you serious? (laughs) Those poor fuckers. If you're not vaccinated, you have to wear your mask. Customers too? Uh, No. Oh. Just the crew. Oh, man. Pisses Jonathan off. We got about what? March 12th in Oregon. No, that's in the schools. No, no. That's us too. We're still hanging on up there, old Brown. Yeah, but I mean, she's pretty much like a California knockoff, right? She. Because Nevada does the same thing. Their governor is Nevada, Oregon, and California. I don't know. The trifecta or whatever. I think she's Biden's sister. She. I don't know. We're we're hoping to get rid of our brown this year. What part of Oregon are you guys from? I'm from Albany. Okay. So do you know? um, Say some random name. Do you know Pete Mitchell? No. Pop's restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, I know Pop's branding Mm -hmm. iron. Yeah. Okay. So you really familiar with it? Yeah. And the people that used to work there. My aunt and uncle worked there for decades. Oh, okay. Mona and Sonny. Ah, so small yeah. world. They were, yeah. yeah they they worked there for as long as I can remember. I've, Mitchell. I've had many a nights, at, or I guess early mornings <laughs> early mornings at Bob's Branding Iron. But it's still, you know, it's still a great place to go. My my grandma lived about two blocks from it. It's a know? dive. It is a. Oh dive. no 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 not anymore. No, God, I remember going in there. It was, I mean, you could still smoke indoors back then. I mean, yeah, it's been twenty five yeah. years. Oh no but no, it's it's it's. I got emphysema just walking in. Yeah, it was terrible. You used to. You, yeah. And then you know, Sonny'd you know be a, he was a line cook. He'd be sitting in the kitchen, the fucking ash cigarette falling out, yeah, flipping your eggs. eggs. I was like, I don't yeah. want that, man. Yeah, you did, man. That was, <laughs> I was young. A, no, I didn't. You had a waitress named Flo, man. She just gave everybody shit well, Mona. all the time. Mona yeah. was the Let waitress. Let me tell you what, you go in there, you don't mess around. You better freaking know what you're ordering. I'm leaving. And, or no, they'll chew your ass. You know. Ah, I love that. Yeah, it, it, it's no game. Chicken fried nice. steaks, country gravy. Don't they have that pie that you say is the best? Oh, like yeah. a mint it's pie It's a grasshopper. Yeah. I think all my cousins still still live there and might work at Pops. I don't know. Yeah. It's a small town up there, man. It is. It's a cool town, though. Yeah. Still get across it in eight minutes. Hey, that's the only town that I've ever seen that the train runs right through the middle of town. And when I say right through the middle of town, it literally runs between two houses on a street in the middle of the street between <laughs> the houses. Yeah. Like... The train is literally from me to Hope, from the guy's nice. front yard. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
Not 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 get a lot of sleep at night. Shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, here's what some crazy shit. Okay, so I grew up in Albany, right? And on the Willamette River train right through the town. Now we're living in Canby, which is about forty mile or forty minutes up the freeway going towards Portland. Freaking train right through the <laughs> middle of town. In fact, they're trying to get ordinances because it goes off in the middle of the night right. and everything. And um, well, it cuts. One I'm right by the Willamette River. Wow, <laughs> it's just yeah. a trip. It's like I'm living back in my hometown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty sweet. I mean, because Albany and then the town I grew up in in Longview are pretty close to being the same. And then we moved to Camby, and Camby is kind of L- Longview, Oregon, or no, Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she's not. That's cool. It's 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 pretty cool to be able to move back to some place that has a sense of familiarity. Yeah, it really does. You know, it makes things yep. just a little bit easier because it's so hard when you go. When we went to Albany, it was, you yeah. know, I try to I try to say, you know, I pretty much adapt anywhere, but man, it's it's different. There was nothing that was familiar. Well, you know it's kind of like mean? we were talking earlier. You know, like when we left Winco, Winco was like home. And yeah. then you move into like a, you know, when you leave there, it's like moving into an apartment single by yourself. Right. A loft apartment in New York thing. City. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, yeah. you start going around. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy what we, what we get used to. So did you guys say you're both retired? Is that what I heard earlier? Or? No, we're working. <laughs> kind of, sort of, but I'm back working for, um, I work for Bach Brothers Hobart and Hope. We actually both do. Works there too now. And so. Um, kind of company is it? We're just helping uh, restaurant equipment, you know, like oh, the okay. mixers and. Stuff in oh, okay. the restaurant See, shop. They keep those fucking people close. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, anyway, I have some good friends. Uh, do they have any dough hooks? <laughs> they yeah. do. Yeah, I sent him two. How do you think he <laughs> got them? You know, the, the, the fucking phone call in the middle of the night is like, fucking Molly, I know it's 1030, man, but please answer your phone. Yeah. She's like, well, well you're in jail or what? And I'm like, no, man, I need a dough hook. <laughs> She's like, fucking what? You know you're close friends when, that, when that's the first Are you in jail? <laughs> no. No, you okay? Okay. No, but it's when I worked at Winco, um, we used to buy our equipment from the Bach Brothers, is um, Bach Brothers Hobart, and um, and when after I retired and I owned a couple businesses and sold them and stuff like that, I went up to go to lunch with uh, one of them one day and they needed some help, so I said, yeah, I'll help you out for a few years, and so <laughs> here I am. <laughs> there you yeah, are. Yeah. So we install like all the equipment a lot for. Like we're getting ready to do like uh, open a new Costco and Winco and grocery store. Like the bakeries, we do like the big walk-in oven. You guys gonna do the Costco here when it opens? If the no, not that's out of our territory. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. you can strong arm the other territory, guys. Well, they'll do it. It's like a turf war. I know how this works. I've seen the movies. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they probably have us do it though. Heck, our Bach has been in business fifty-six years. Mm -hmm. That's it. All they would need to do is just have Molly walk up and do this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah do you know it. who the fuck i am <laughs> no that was her look man that was her look you were either gonna get okay or get the fuck out of here <laughs> well you know it's funny then but then you have like troy and i where we had a different relationship with molly and right. like i would tell her all the time she would like get on my nerves and i'd be like you know what will you just get in your little car get behind your steering wheel and drive to the next door and leave me alone <laughs> Whereas my relationship was pulling the phone out of the wall, smashing it <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! But I'm the, out. But the thing is, yeah, we talk like that. But at the end of the day, like we had just the most utmost respect for her. Yeah. It I mean, that matters. You have to be that. open like that, and at the end of the day, be cool. I mean, that's just that's how relationships mm-hmm. should work. You know, I mean, we work too much together. 
once when someone proves themselves to you, you can't be pissed at them because they had the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to look inside yourself and say, I'm pissed at myself because I didn't find that answer. Right. So I had to ask. And of course, that person makes you feel a little bit like shit because you had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you when you have that respect level. It is. And that's because we went to openings that if we hadn't had the relationship that we had and had the respect that we had, we'd have got eaten. Yeah. And everybody was looking for us to fail. Well, I mean, it's not a lie. They were looking for us to fail. And you got to know that when, when, you know, even at that rough day, when, when the, you know, the five o'clock whistle blows. No, no, no. You can be cool. Nine thirty. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Five o'clock. Five fucking o'clock. I never went to an opening one time and got off at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I went we in had that in the military, right? Like we had guys I'd go out all night drinking, hanging out with them, and then they knew that when I came in in the morning it was E T one. Right. Yeah, I wasn't Joe, I was like, Hey buddy, like you you have to draw that line. Oh my god. But I had the utmost respect. And all the people that respected that I'm still friends with. And the ones mm-hmm. that couldn't figure out why you being an asshole. I'm not. There there's a there's a hierarchy. You know? Imagine the same thing, man. You you know that you can have that in the different sense, you can have that rough day and not get along, and then at the end of the day, be like, hey, we got the job done. Mm-hmm. Add respect. Well, what do we always say? Are we gonna? Are you guys gonna be able to get this figured out? <laughs> We're gonna need to have meeting. Can you unfuck oh this? We're need to get a fucking like, no, meeting. Like seriously, how many like little phrases does Molly have? Like a billion. Yeah, you know, like a dollar waiting on a dime. <laughs> Did I say that all the fucking time? How many? What? How many d- licks does it take, take to get, get to the center, center of, of a tootsie, tootsie pop? pop? I, I don't think that's hers. I'm just going <laughs> to... I've seen the commercial. Yeah. No, but it makes a lot more sense now. Trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, though, Troy, when we got married in September, I thought about adding those in all that, of our vows. You should have, man. I would have laughed my ass off. I would have totally been... I'd have totally been there snickering, going, how many licks does it take to get the center of a tootsie bob? <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't have meant it the way I would have meant it. <laughs> hey, 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 That's we might I have children mean, watching. Let's calm down. <laughs> No, it it was because we 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 reinvented the wheel just damn near every time we went to an opening because they changed shit on us and we had to adapt at the last minute. So it you needed those people around you. Like Molly wasn't an amazing communicator. She was super good at what she did. She communicated with us <coughs> to a level. Are you gonna are you gonna take this shit from him? <laughs> I've been taking it for years. <laughs> Still here. It's the truth. I mean, you can't argue with the truth. So, and uh, and Kip the Gab is something that I had. You know what I mean? So I could talk no. to people. Yeah. No but way. Yeah, totally. Oh, really? I know it's Come weird. On. Weird. I know, right? I just don't but see it. The worst thing is, is I didn't know how to navigate the political structure of what Winco was. Because I'm a fuck you, man. It's that P word again, man. It's the downfall of society. You know, and, and she was super good at it. I mean, she mm-hmm. worked she worked in an environment that was ninety percent against her. You know what I mean? And she whirled against the waves every day. She walked against it, walked against it, walked against it, and she still was there. After everything, she still was there. You right. know what I mean? And then we succeeded. Not only did we did we create, but we succeeded and we thrived. Nice. And it just fucking piss people off yeah. Oh, yeah. so yeah. you had to be you had to be on you had, had to be on a fucking swivel you couldn't have the dissension in your ranks no, there's always a brutus it, behind you there, somewhere no seriously there really is and if you work if you're running they've got to run behind you right. if you're standing still they're gonna need a shot at you so we would go do openings and they would just 
fucking send equipment late. Fucking remember that fucking opening I went to? They gave me all the people that speak Spanish, didn't speak any fucking English. Oh my gosh! Literally, yeah. no. There's ten people. Ten people we hire. Six of them speak just Spanish. Ask me how much Spanish I know. How much Spanish do you know, Troy? Poquito. <laughs> Un poquito. Muy poquito. I know pizza Spanish. Seis nueve ocho. Curdo o cosa nada. I don't know what any of that means. Yeah. Hot or cold? <laughs> 798. <laughs> that was about it. That's it. <laughs> I, walked back, I walked back up to the fucking HR lady and I'm like, anybody that you interviewed that you didn't know where to put, you shoved in a pizza shop? Sounds I said, right. do you know that six of these people don't speak English? <laughs> and she's looking at me like, I wanted her to say, and? And fucking what? <laughs> How do you say and in Spanish? She looks you I dead in the know. eye and goes. I was waiting for you to say she said it in Spanish. <laughs> She'll look you dead in the and eye and go, just like, si, senor. I'm on the phone with Molly. It took us, what, like three, the next two or three openings, we didn't, we didn't hire anybody. anybody. And they were like, you got to hire people. You've got to hire people. Give me some interviews. Right. I did. No. no. Give me some <laughs> interviews. And then I got to fill this store. Well. That's right. Luck. You have to fill the store. Not yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. They, got, they got to the point that they started putting all the pizza mats because they let us do our own hiring. And they put us right by the fucking HR table. Why didn't you hire that person? <laughs> <laughs> because I've been doing this for 40 fucking years. And HR is terrifying last. to me. because You got to hire a couple of those people. No, no, you don't. No. Well, like the kid that was blowing the snot bubble out of oh, his yeah. nose. Oh, my God. Every time he would breathe it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hire. Uh, yep. No. We're going to pass on that guy. Oh, but, I mean, some of, those, some of those openings were fun. You remember when we were in the, it was that Kmart? We shut down the whole front end. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. They do openings and well, you did an opening in a Kmart? No, we, we <laughs> I'm so confused. We would go to openings and and you always had to do your last minute shopping when you got the opening. Oh, you okay. forgot this, you forgot that. Yeah. Or, or sometimes we just go mask the area to kind of talk to people, maybe give out some coupons or yeah. something just to generate some electricity. And uh, we were in Kmart getting fucking something, beer or fucking socks or something. I think chili. you were getting socks. You always came and got socks. new clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my socks. I, what? what? got to go to Kmart. You got two pairs of socks? You got three melons? <laughs> so, And we started talking about it, and somebody asked a question, and all of a sudden the whole fucking five check stands shut down. They were just belt questions. We were talking about it. The whole place shut Winko down. opening, yeah. Well, awesome. another reason why we fought so hard is because, you know, we were in a grocery store. It wasn't a pizza place. It was a grocery store. They f- they kept forgetting that, you know, there was a pizza place in there. So Winco wasn't, you know, we could have bec- been dink dog food world and they'd yeah. been fine with it. You know, they it was just real estate. Right. And as long as we were bringing people in, you know. I mean, you have a captive audience. So yeah. You had to go there. You're already shopping. Oh, oh but, there's pizza. But in a grocery store, there's a hierarchy, you know. Oh, yeah. And the departments are only there because they're necessary. They're the necessary evil. And, um, but the, the thing is, they're the reason people come to the store. So they have to be there. Like produce is number one, meat, that you know, right. goes on down from there. But, um, you know, grocery is 68% of the sales. So they're king daddy. So, you know, they didn't like us. They tolerated us. <laughs> and we fought against it. Because we got to do what we love to do. And somebody, you know, gave us the the forum to do it. You know, we could buy the equipment that we wanted to test. And, and when you had as many stores as we have, the vendors would just 
open themselves up to you. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, you're buying truckloads of olives and sauce. And so you got to try anything you wanted pretty much. So it gave Troy and I, and you know, everybody on the team hope and everybody, um, a great learning, um, place for us to, you know, retire and, um, now do what that yeah, we do. Yeah, I swear to God, I mean, you mm-hmm. can't, you can't knock what I took away. No. What I'm getting from Winco. Well, I mean, right it's now. a foundation mm-hmm. for better or worse. Or you can't knock how I felt about the company in the beginning. Yeah, and I was true fucking blue. Yeah. Where but you, you know what? Lisa. Where they're going wrong now is not um, advertising with their employees, more the employee ownership. Right. That When I started, like probably three years after I started there is when it just wasn't talked about anymore. Well, it's going to become. And it's insane. It's going to become yeah. an upper echelon perk. Yeah. Well, so and that's where everybody's moving to the 401k as an employee, and the ESOP will become a perk for the upper echelon. Mm-hmm. And that's what we said it was. We said that was going to happen 15 years ago. When Bill Long walked away from the company, everybody knew that shit was going to change. Well, it's like as soon as he walked away, then, you know, the maintenance department went away, and the stores started looking shittier, and I mean, nobody yeah, had pride in the Bill Long work. was the CEO of the company. And one of the cool things, Molly's got a lot better stories about Bill on than I do. But I remember some but of the stories you so talk about. So him. Yeah, yeah, going he, to the office. Yeah, and he was, he was, he would come down during the holidays, and I always thought it was really cool that I remembered every employee's name. Mm-hmm. But then later, I remembered every employee was wearing a name, name tag. <laughs> I never, I never. That's how enamored I was with him, and as yeah. I never put no. that together. But he would come and shake your hand, and he would talk to you, not just mm-hmm. a flyby, man. He would sit and talk to you. And well, that was but real. In every opening, he was there cut, cutting cardboard on the front yep. wall, and so was everybody. We were all there. Oh, we always put this. He always put all the things on the, the signs. Checks, the signs. The signs. On. Nobody ever did that. The Velcro. But Bill we had to wait for him to get there. Had our bottles of alcohol. alcohol he had right. to alcohol the wall and then label all the signs for all like the little signs, the little black signs, and everything. And that Bill Long is the only person that did that. Yeah, <laughs> and the cart corrals. He placed the, the cart yep. corrals. But, but the problem is when the store managers and the upper management quit eating lunch in the break room, right? that's a problem right there, you know? And I, that's why I left. I told him, I said, the day that, you know, I can't look the checkers in the eye and the, and the managers and different things and say, hey, this is what's going on. This is why we're making this decision. When I didn't know anymore, then it wasn't a family. It's time to go. And that's what it was. That's why I've been trying to quit for months. And my wife's like, but we are a family, (laughs) and you can't quit. I'm like, well, (laughs) son of a bitch, this sucks. I don't know who these fucking rowdy kids are, man, but someone should forget (laughs) they're yours. My wife and I have decided not to have children. (laughs) The kids are taking it pretty They're taking it really tough. (laughs) (laughs) So how did your businesses survive through these last couple years? Oh, we didn't. We sold our soul to the devil government yeah it's horrible yeah i mean all three well okay so hey, we don't let him fucking tell you you know what he got out of the last two years his fucking dream he got a fucking tesla so don't <laughs> tell me he didn't sell his fucking <laughs> hey you can't say that right after i say it took government loans you it did. invites a lot but of you, questions but you did <laughs> no we did all right um so we had two businesses at the beginning a trophy store and an escape room both of them very well tied to the economy and yeah. spendable income um, so we shut the escape room down. We were closed for about 10 months, ended up just boarding it up and being done with it and then started a new location here, which we've had now open for over a year and we still only have one room going, um, because I'm stuck at the trophy store, uh, during the pandemic, it just became me and my wife, uh, and it's hard to do a, a business like that. 
and we closed it for a while. We lost 94% of our business in the first shutdown. Yeah. Um, and then we managed to get a really good deal on a tanning 11, salon. 11 of the 15 people didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, we, I mean, it was our, you know, car show season. We had Cool Air Nights, all the other car shows. We had uh, spring sports, school sports, end of year awards. It just vaporized yeah. overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the pandemic, we we met a lady that wanted to sell her tanning salon and retire. And then so we bought her tanning salon and she works part time for us. So she didn't retire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're selling that. We bought that for my daughter. My daughter's not interested. So we'll sell that one this summer. Um, but yeah, we're surviving. We're doing okay. I have a, you know, I always say this and, and I mean it absolutely. I, we surround ourselves with a lot of great people yeah. that help us um, either actually help us get business or they help us weather the time when there is no business. And Troy, you know, we, I don't know how me and Troy haven't been friends much longer because we are the same personality. Um, much to my wife's chagrin, because every time I text, are you texting Troy again? <laughs> yes. Don't make her mad at me. I don't need her to pull this like kung fu shit on me. <laughs> right. But we have a great community of, of people that are like-minded and mentoring us. And, you know, if they're not mentoring, they're cheerleading us. So, yeah, we'll be all right. Well, we'll that was going to be my next question. So how did you meet Troy? Uh, we've kind of been in Tinder. almost the same circle. Uh, gr- grinder. I swipe left. Is it right? I swipe right. You swipe left. I don't know which way it was. One of the others. Somebody let us know which is which. Uh, No, I think mostly because of Robert. Yeah. We have a mutual friend that owns a bar. Oh, there you go. And we we never met there. And then I'd eaten at Good Times a few times and followed them on social media and liked kind of what they were about. And then he did a fundraiser for our friend, a surprise fundraiser Mm -hmm. for our friend at the bar. And then we just happened to be there that night supporting them. And then we started chatting and we're like how the fuck are we not already friends like that's how have that's we gone this long that's you know? where this whole thing came from is we i actually stopped by the shop one afternoon and bulky was there yeah fixing some shit and then desi showed up desi showed up and we started talking dude i hadn't laughed that long that hard like two, hours, two like hours almost crying we're like we are fucking funny, funny. <laughs> we need to share this with the world at large they need to hear this right yeah and then our first podcast we're like what do we do um Say something, buddy, monkey. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> Dance, monkey. But it's fun. It's a nice nice little respite from work to come in here and bullshit and yeah. talk story and say the things we, we feel <laughs> that we can't say to most people. Well, it's funny because Troy asked us the other day, he's like, do you want to be on podcast? And so then he tells us the name, and I'm like, so what, now we're changing it to two guys, two girls on a Friday? Yeah, we can <laughs> do that. never been it's, four guys it's on, on a, a Saturday. different platform entirely. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. There's probably going to be video. <laughs> My only friends account. <laughs> Not only fans, only friends. <laughs> only friends. <laughs> only friends. <laughs> That's oh, funny. I saw That's a post. That you there. see the post on Facebook. It says, why do you share all these memes? It's because I don't have the body for only fans. fans. <laughs> oh, I man. like the one that says, me searching for memes for all you fuckers. <laughs> He's like digging through the lawn. Yeah, so we, we've had some people bow out, you know, because it, it's probably a little less than professional for some people, and they don't want to. And Bulky was, out. and no, no holler at Bulky, but he ran United Shasta, and it's a, yeah. uh, oh, it's, it's tough. It's, I've always, you know, he's, how many times have I been nailed you, Troy? You can't say that, <laughs> Troy. <laughs> that's gonna affect your business. He still hears that. Just now, it's from Sin. Yeah. <laughs> Troy, no. This is this is why, yeah, this is why I'm not allowed to do the the Facebook posting because my first words are like. Listen here, fuck face. And, you know, I get it. And like he said, no fault to Bucky. Like, sometimes <laughs> you're in a position where you have mm-hmm. to do that. And even I was worried about it because, you know, like, Troy's in a spot. If he if he alienates people, he probably has a good enough business. It's not a big deal. But, like, 
I run a very small trophy shop. <laughs> no, it can't. If I piss it people off, it could actually affect my bottom line. So, but yep. the reality is our audience is probably up to about eight people. Right. And six, so. of them, six of them are just, six of them are just tuning in just because they hate Two us. Two of them are right. your wives. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the other six just hate us and want to know what we're doing. Right, so. yeah. So, but it's not all bad. But it's never been four guys on a Saturday. It was kind of the joke. We talked about it. We said we should do four guys on a Saturday, and it. then it was like, but we're not going to do it on a Saturday. It's like that's the best part. It's three guys on a. T- at that oh, time, it was Tuesday. Tuesday, right? We we're going to do it on Tuesday, yeah. and now it's just kind of whenever we can make it. Like, right. <laughs> it's fun, but but things have started back through it. I mean, we've had we had this guy, uh, shit knows, Blake. Blake Mayfield. <laughs> so, so. The fact that I knew who you were talking about. <laughs> so Blake Mayfield, who's been doing podcasting for like the last five years. I mean, he is serious about it. He means he runs a good podcast. It's very sports orientated. And, you know, he came out and that's the first time I ever heard it. He came out and did a podcast on me out at the shop, which was really great. I really enjoyed it. And I was like, man, this is a great platform. Da, 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 da. And so we had him on it once he did one on you. You did yeah. one and I did one. And then we're like, hey, we're going to start something like that. Why don't you come on this? So he came on the podcast, and, man, we gave him some truth. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan, I'm going to be honest. He, he's, he's a little bit younger, which is probably where a lot of my frustration lies. I just think there's a generational thing. But, man, this guy was Troy's yes man. Like, any Troy, Troy was. That's why Troy liked him. If you looked at the hierarchy, <laughs> it was Jesus, Troy. Like, there was. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I like honesty, integrity, you know, being up front. You don't like me, you don't like me. If you like me, you like me. But it was so overbearingly a sycophant. I mean, it was just, it was too much. And so I you were his like, guru, huh? It was, was weird. But we, was, we yeah. sat him it down, was, man. And we it was a weird thing because I've never been in that spot before. Yeah. And uh, we, we sat him down on the podcast and I looked at him. I said, I don't want to be anybody's fucking mentor. I said, yeah. you don't look to me because I'm flawed. And I said, what you see now is hey, Troy, not a true representation <laughs> of who I have been for the last 40 fucking years. You ask sit down with you two and you ask who Troy is. And you guys know because you saw me grow. You saw me and at my very thing. worst He's, and my very best. He sees Troy where he is. And he saw, and we, did, we had this discussion on the podcast. Is like, you can look at Troy and be like, man, he's successful. I want to be like him. And you can look at us and we own three businesses and you can look at that. But what you're not seeing, and this is the, 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 example we used for him was like you're not seeing the one o'clock crying in the morning because rent's not going to get paid you're not mm-hmm. you know hawking things to put food on the table or to make payroll yeah, you're not sitting you there going jesus that. i gotta late wait to the weekend in order to make fucking payroll and i gotta move money around to do this and mm-hmm. jesus i hope we have a good friday because you know taxes are deal. and i don't and care how, how do much that. you tell it. people yeah. this you get it until they've lived it like i can tell you every bad thing about doing what we do and you're not going to fully understand until lived it lived he it. didn't understand <laughs> that and then you know he he would always come on and talk about like, well i want to get into broadcasting i want to get into broadcasting. so i asked him i was like have you interviewed for broadcasting well no you're not Shut just i'm over up. here going then why the fuck are you not what are you, you don't doing want this bullshit for if you want to be a goddamn broadcaster why aren't you every day at krcr I going know. i need to do this i need I and it. the kid just looking at me like this and Joe and I just, I mean, just we gave you him don't fucking 25 minutes of fucking truth. Why aren't you down at the sports yes. field sitting next to the guy yeah. doing the play-by-play? He's asking Ex- him, do you need coffee? Do you need and I'll tell you what, yeah. we gave him, and it's not yeah. that we're going to take credit, but we are. No, I'm We told him that, that shit. and then he went and got a job at Shasta County Sports, sports. or whatever it was called. There you go. Yeah. And then he got hired on at KRCR. Yeah. 
doing but it's what like, he Don't tell me you want to be a broadcaster do. and have never tried to be a broadcaster. broadcaster. Yeah. yeah, fuck you, man. I don't get people. It's well, I think some was, people just don't know where to start. Well, he was working for me at the time, and I looked at him and I said, "I said, do you want to be a broadcaster?" He said, "Yeah." And I said, "No, why the fuck are you doing pizza?" Yeah. Oh, the greatest and, moment and was when like Gab this. was here. Oh, Gab came. He was supposed oh, to work, and I guess he. So he didn't know or whatever, and she, he didn't ask for the time off, and he walked in, and Gab was here. Gab was doing a podcast. And she's like, didn't expect to see me here, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and Gab You're supposed to be him. But, I mean, just He's super probably not passive. a bad kid. I he, We have a personality, uh, a fundamental difference in personalities, and I can't I can't. I, I, I can see where he's going. I look at a kid like that, and I'm like, yeah. I'd have hired you, but you probably wouldn't have lasted because he's one of those guys that are always looking for a little something better. And yeah. he glommed on to me because in his eyes, we were successful and he wanted to be part of that success. He didn't want to work for it. He just wanted to be part of the success. Definitely a lot right more now. talk than walk. Right. I think is but, what it comes down but to. But he's, he's fucking putting the time in now. He's fucking doing it. Yeah. He called me the other day about, about wanting to do maybe an interview because he's, he's trying to work up to that. And I, I said, you bet. Whatever we can do to help you. Success in what you're doing, man. Yeah. So well, he did call to try to rent this, and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm done renting it. Like I haven't rented it for months." Right. It's tough out there. People don't realize it. They they you know we talked about this earlier. They look at your business from the outside and they think, "Oh, you must just be rolling in the dough and this and that." Living in your compound. You know, they Molly, don't get it. Molly had a great idea. She had a she had a cut a couple business. Up I doubt it, but let's hear it. No, she, she had a sandwich <laughs> shop that she created. Okay. I mean that she created. And it called it no baloney. I dig it. I dig it. And it was the idea about it was just fucking phenomenal. And the food was really good. I'll tell you, if you so serve me a uh, an Oscar Mayer bologna cheese mayonnaise and potato chip sandwich, I'd go there every day. Well, but okay, we got the concept. Okay, I created the concept for Winco pretty much. Right. And then they decided not to put it in because Dink, they wanted a bread room. Okay. I just put that away and I mean I didn't. I just remember where we got right. it from, the garbage grinder. The garbage grinder, right. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, we twisted it at No Baloney. No, but then she, then she owned a Baskin-Robbins up there, too, so she had both, you know what I mean? Right. So she totally gets it. She totally gets what it is to oh be yeah. that grinder. And I went up there and worked for her a little bit, and I, the way I watched her run that business, and I didn't have any idea about it. I was just like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? What are we going, and what are we doing? What is the stress that you're under? Because I don't understand it. Because before she was my supervisor, and she just flowed through the departments. I ran the department. She came in, said, "Okay, we got to do this. We got to do that. This is where we need to do this, and we need to be better." And then watching her run a business, I didn't have the concept to understand what she was doing. I just saw as my perception, "What are you doing?" Right. You know. So <coughs> she ran. She so she totally gets it. She totally understands that aspect of it. So. It can be tough, and it can be fun, and it can be tough. And it can it's going to be, be the best times of your life and the worst times of your life. Yeah. And I just talked to a guy yesterday, day before, works for local law enforcement, starting a side gig. And he asked us for some help so for some designing. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm totally down. And I was like, but he's like, yeah, it's just going to be a side gig. I said, like, you think that? You think that? That little hour you think you're going to put in every day is going to be two, three, ten hours a day. I was like, but it'll be the the hardest, best work you've ever done. Well, owning your own business, you still have to work. You just sometimes get to choose what day, what hours they are. Sometimes. Yeah, I work half days usually, six to six. Yep. <laughs> yep. I get it. Yep. I've always yeah. thought that Molly needs to be like a consultant because oh. she literally could go into any business Dude, we and just give her like a couple of days. 
And she'll have that shit all figured out. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody wants to listen. Everybody it, it's knows just best. like we were discussing with Troy earlier at his house. It's like, ha, do you watch the show The Good Doctor? Mm-mm. Oh, you haven't? I don't watch TV. Well, it's about this autistic doctor, and he literally, it shows on the screen when he's, like, trying to figure out, like, the solution to these people's problems, and it shows, it like, how his mind works. Right. And that's exactly her. I think, though, you know what that boils down to, though, is, like, consultants are great, and I've dealt with, you know, some I did tech for a while. They're great. But the problem with a small business doing consultant, and, and for better or worse, the people that start businesses tend to not lean on other people to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Which is how they get to be entrepreneurs, right? You go out there and you, you have an idea and you're like, I'm going to do this and people will shit on you from the start, but that's a terrible idea. And you have to go against the grain. So the mentality for a very small business owner, at least in my experience, is they don't want that help. Nope. They're going to nope. build it their way because that's the drive that they have. And it's really easy for a small business to get deflated when somebody comes and says, hey, have you thought about this? And you're like, whoa, this is my business. So shut up. Like this, I'm running. Did and I know I I'm in the kitchen every night and I'm, I'm doing my thing. And she comes behind me and she's like, no, you need to do this and this and this. And I'm like, get the fuck out of the kitchen. Oh, my wife alone. hates it. Cause my wife is very much, it'll get done. It's fine. It'll happen. And I'm like, Just you're right. That way. It will. It's going <laughs> right to happen now. with a checklist, a deadline, yeah. a plan of action and milestones, <laughs> a daily report. Like yeah. I'm very analytical. And I, you know, I, I did it in the military, everything. You can do anything in the military. You couldn't shit without running through a checklist. And then I went to work for Google and everything had a checklist and we were doing R and D. So not only did you have a checklist, but it was a living checklist. Like, okay, we did that task in an hour and 20 minutes. We need it down to 16 minutes. And so everything was, how do we do it? Like legitimately taught counting steps from your workspace to the parts bin. Yeah. How do we fix that? Mm-hmm. If we move it eight feet that way, yeah. it saves 16 seconds a trip. And it was that nuanced and it's, there's definitely knowledge to be had there. It really is. And I'm that way. I look at stuff and I'm like, you know, my wife's just like so, I don't say lackadaisical. She does care. She just has a different, much more relaxed I approach say to willy things. Nilly. Yeah, she calls me willy yeah. nilly all the time. <laughs> she's so much more relaxed and she's confident it'll get done. And I'm like, it's going to get done because I'm going to have to do it. You know, like, <laughs> well, I always tell sure. her, it's like, there's, there's always two ways to do something. As long as you can get to the same solution doesn't matter how you how do you it. See, and I'm not. Sherry, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I do not agree with what Joe is saying. <laughs> yeah. at Why all. are you shaking your head? I think you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, and it, I just come from, an, you know, a lifetime of, okay, if we can do it in an hour, great, it'll get yeah. done. But if we can do it in 30 minutes, we can do it twice. Yeah. There you know, you and that's what I'm looking that's at. That's what she said. Yeah. 30 no, minutes, my ass. You. You got <laughs> it. Got got it. Whatever. Yeah, so I mean, and that's yeah. it, and especially with our own business, my goal is to put out as much quality material as I can in as little amount of time because I want to build it up and let this retire me, you know, so. Yeah. That's great. And we'll see how that works out when she comes back to work with me. She She's already a little worried about us working together. <laughs> I was like, just put me in the back, tell me what I got to do. Just, you run the front, I'm done. Yeah. Well, we, we can, well, we actually you do. start looking over. <laughs> we actually do right. work together and I think that we can work together really well. But like when it comes to the house, like if she says, okay, dinner's on you tonight, then I'm going to go in the kitchen and I'm going to make dinner. Right. But I'm not going to have her come behind me and go, no. Uh, it's my day to make dinner. <laughs> it's not our day <laughs> to make dinner. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing. I mean, I worked with, I've worked with Sin for shit, 19 years, 20, probably 20 plus right now. And it's not for everybody. 
Right. It takes a very special dynamic to spend your day with somebody and then go home and spend your night with that person too. Mm-hmm. And that's and us. We said we had to draw the line. When we leave work, mm-hmm. we leave work. We can't get in the car and talk about the jobs that came in. We have to find other outlets for that because it's just not going to work. But I mean, the good thing is we have another employee. So whenever we get fed up, we'll just throw her in the middle between us. Right. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. right, you deal too. with her. I'm not. De- <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, 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 it's going to make you or break you. Either it's going to work or it's not. I don't think there's any gray area. But we've been married almost 20 years. We know what our shortcomings are. They're all mine, evidently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. But, yeah, we'll be fine, I, I think. Yeah. And we're working a lot. We've made a lot of strides in efficiency, which was always my biggest complaint. Why do we do it that way? That is a terrible way to do that. I have to tell you, though, the hardest one for me is at work, and these technicians will, like, lip off to Molly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it takes everything I have to not just, like, jump in their faces. It's hard to compartmentalize. Oh. And, Hope, you're not a person, I mean, out of – all the managers that we worked that I worked with, there was a couple that I was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna fuck with that one. <laughs> and you and Juvie were too. <laughs> you were like, you know, what, I'm gonna lip just a little bit to her, but she gets fired up, I'm back on down. <laughs> and I tell tell Troy all the time, that's how my business will fail, because I need my wife up front because mm-hmm. people will come in and do do something stupid. I'll be like, get out, mm-hmm. get out. I'm not helping you. And I'm just waiting for the day when I just say that to somebody, get out. Get out. I'm not helping you. And my wife would be like, all right, lock the door. He was the last customer we had. That's it. You've alienated everybody that will shop here. We're done. Well, shit. <laughs> Fucking had to run down there and trespass somebody out of the shop. Yeah, that yeah. was a crazy story. That was fucking nuts, man. And you got to go a long ways for me to go, you know what, in front of everybody, get the fuck out of my shop. I, I At some point, you're going to be bailing Gab out. Well, you know, She's going to shank Troy, somebody. So I told Troy, he told us this story earlier. And I told him, I said, I can see it from your side as being the dad and the business owner and all that. But, man, I feel that fire in me that I can just feel what Gab felt at that time. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like being talked down to by a guy. and they, Because, obviously, you guys aren't women. But like did, did you just assume my gender? Yeah, did yeah you I just, just, I just assumed it. Are you guys not like the, what do they call them, the pronouns? He, she, it, they, I don't know. I'm fucking awesome. That's how you can (laughs) pronounce me. Awesome. I identify as awesome slash epic. Right. But there are. But in all seriousness, though, there there are some guys out there. We're being serious. We're being serious. Because I was being serious about being awesome. No, you weren't. I was. (laughs) Totally. One man's opinion. But, yeah. (laughs) And only one. Fair enough. Um, But it. Some guys, though, will do that. You bet. And it's insane. And nothing fires me up more than that. Well, it's just the whole being talked down to you, let alone from one from a woman one to a man or a man to another. another. Yeah. Just being talked down, that's the worst thing you can do to me is treat me like a fucking kid. Don't fucking treat me like I'm an idiot. Don't talk down to me like I don't understand where you're coming from. That's the shit that'll fire me up. And that's the shit that Molly sometimes... God, I do. cannot Dude, stand I, like, it when people are me, that condescending. Let me explain this to you. Hmm. <laughs> I can't yeah. stand it when people Once are you condescending, you know, to talk yeah. down to you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and sit down so I can I talk worked, down to you. I worked at a grocery store in, uh, in Seattle. Was it Winco? Like, no. Okay. But, um, so you it cheated was on Winco? Alpha no. Beta? <laughs> but Alpha Beta? Is that a store? I thought that was a it college fraternity. Back in the day, it was a store, yeah. Alpha Beta. Alpha oh. Beta, yeah. 
Well, up in Seattle, anyways. <laughs> I was like, fuck you guys. Seattle's like, what do they call them, a sanctuary city? So they have everything under the sun up there. So you can get pot and heroin. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. I mean, and the cops, there's no cops, so it's all. And no offense, but nobody speaks English. And there was this guy, and I think he was, like, from Africa or something, but he's, like, seven foot, used to be in our security department, got fired. And he came to work drunk one day, and I was, you know, like, kind of like, no, you can't be here. At first, I was being really sp- respectful. But then he, like, started, like, you know, like, bowing up on me, and, like, and I was like, mm-mm. And I'm like this with him. And I'm like, no, you will not do that to me. This might be okay in your country. It is not okay here. Fucking people there. We have to take a short break right here because uh, let's see if we still have. Did you call him? Get no, him on the phone. He's live on Facebook right well, now. Well, get him on the phone anyway. Oh, he's going to do the beard. Huh? Yeah, get him on the phone. Oh, so I can so get he just posted on my Facebook uh, and said, Happy birthday. Today's my birthday. I'm, I'm old as I'm old. I'll say fuck, Bucky. Rolled. Uh, <laughs> what we're doing today is the beard shaving. Listen. I haven't shaved my beard since 2018, so today it's like four we're years, finally cutting it off. We raised just <laughs> over three thousand uh, dollars to cut it off. Our niece in Reno, Abby, went through cancer, battled cancer, so we stepped up and went through St. Baldrick's. We said we're gonna raise. If we raised three grand, that I would cut my beard off. I wonder if you give me a lock of his hair. Did it. You guys came through. Uh, thank you. Are you ready? Brittany, my call him, call him so I can tell him don't do it. Brittany's gonna cut <laughs> this I got Paulie's number. I'm gonna call him. Do it. Beard off. Oh shoot! Oh, I'm not gonna man. curse so everybody can watch, but listen, I'm not excited about this. Next time we we'll go for ten grand. We're so excited Here though. Here we are. He started off as grand. his goal was like five hundred bucks and just beard. blew right through it. The beasts. Time for the naked face. Do it, Brittany. First. Do whatever you want. Oh, oh, oh man. A curse. Right, we're not doing this live, so you're not going to be able to watch it. But if you're listening to this oh, podcast, go check out Robert Balky's Facebook. Oh, getting crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. This might be a new style, actually. No. We'll just leave it like that. She's got to do it in stages. Like do the full on like three foot Fu Manchu right there. Oh, now she's coming to the other side. She wants to give you guys a show. <laughs> Haley said to keep the mustache. Oh, oh, my girl, you can't be pulling it out. It's like getting Pull a wax again. Just kidding. I love his shirt. It says hang oh, rapists and no. pedophiles. Oh, it's man. Going. This is epic. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Got some it's mutton so chops right there. All right, cut the sides. Get this. Look at that, man. He's going to look like he's like 12 this years old. This is crazy. Jason, you can always work with me like this. Why am I not seeing this oh. video? Oh, my goodness. I ain't seen those cheeks in forever. Listen, it makes my ears look even bigger. <laughs> How crazy. Yeah, get in there. Mm-hmm. So bulky, he's good, mm-hmm. super chill, good dude. Chill, girl. He's a good dude. Yeah, I like I everybody's like got that. his flaws, but that's so do we all. So. Yeah, line me up. Line me I don't up. know who Jason Smith is. So he said, I'm going to clap line them cheeks. <laughs> clap them. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, look at this. 
Brittany, you are leaving me all patchy. Good Lord. Good Lord. Oh, man. This is out of control. <laughs> we're we're going to leave it just like this. This is crazy. I'm going to take everybody. I look like a straight up weirdo. This is out of control. Like you should be hopping on this a Harley. Three grand get you. Uh, right. You thought so. Uh oh, here we go. Oh, shizzle. It's going. Oh, right in the middle. She's going to go right up the middle, man. Look at that. I know it's a lot of hair. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Brittany just pulling it. Girl, you better come from the top. That's some weird stuff. <laughs> oh, mm. man. Right down the middle. Look at that. <laughs> I don't want to hear no comments about this. The handlebar? Come on, keep it going. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Yeah, just take it off. This is... Oh! Oh, my Lord! That'd be tough. He's had that beard for as long as I've known oh. him. So he's almost like Mr. Clean right there. Yeah, he's looking pretty young. He's <laughs> so beautiful. Beautiful. Gosh, I look like a weirdo. I ain't seen my face in forever. I, I can understand why. I know, Mother Chinna. <laughs> let my rolls out. This is, this is a sad day. I'm going to tell him that his, uh, it's for a good cause. It is for a good the cause. beard hit the ugly. Listen, guys, my arm is heavy. <laughs> this is out of control. See, we got to leave the mustache. I look like a super weirdo. <laughs> Not I should play on super troopers with this mustache. Can I get a liter of cola? <laughs> I know. Get in the rolls. I got a bunch of chins. so different now. He doesn't look like Buford anymore. <laughs> License and registration, please. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, my Lord. That was so sad. I got so... Look at all this. What is happening right here? I got more chins. I got I got lots of chins. You guys need some chins? Hey, you should All right, Guru's dash. Oh, oh, mm -hmm. mm. Come mm -hmm. check out this video. Oh, really it's happening live. Mm. That's Robert oh, Ball. Shit, those clippers suck. <laughs> it is. Do the eyebrows next. Yeah. She's holding down the eyebrows. <laughs> no, if we were there, that's what he'd be getting. Right? Don't call her for a shave. That was rough. <laughs> Dang. I am so fat. I'm gonna, my face needs to go on the trail. <laughs> I said I am so fat. <laughs> I don't even want to hang All out right, folks. Anymore. That was fun. Yeah, man, I got a pile of hair. This is terrible. <laughs> ah, I love Thank it. Thank you guys for all the birthday wishes. Thank you guys for donating. I need to go shave my face, get this all cleaned up. I got some eyebrows. I keep my eyebrows a little bit. All right. <laughs> ah. Thank you guys so much. Bring me out a liter of cola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right hilarious. Here. That's hilarious. All right, we're back. Hannah has joined us in the studio. You want You want to get on the mic? You want to get on the mic and go old school? 
for? Is this your bills? It's gas no. for your truck. Oh, okay. Thank you. It's a profit out of the registers. I know, right? <laughs> just think I just mugged a guy out on the street. <laughs> Get you some money. I appreciate it. Were you, you off to your friend's house? Your not boyfriend's house? She has a boyfriend that's not a boyfriend. They spend every day together. Hey, it's just a boyfriend. Oh. Uh, she denied you. She no. She gave me the peace sign over the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hip. You're gonna need a hip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you're interrupting our podcast. You have anything to say? Or you, where, where are you headed? Any world? Tell, tell us any where you're gonna go. Are you going over to a guy's house? You going to eat? Maybe. Well, we're hungry. Yeah, you going to grub hub? <laughs> she just gave you all. She talks money. a lot of shit for somebody that doesn't pay rent. <laughs> oh, and she even said poop. <laughs> That's poop. pretty good. She said poop. <laughs> poop. <laughs> The language, and I'm going to have to put a disclaimer on the podcast. It almost sounds more worse for poop than it does for shit. Because you have to stop, you put the ba- Poop. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. boy. Make good choices. What? Don't do drugs. And it was 189 And they took 1000 out? Let me see it when I get home. Just make sure you're doing all right. <laughs> Bye. You know, they say you should, you know, pay your kids to do chores and then rob them on their way to their room. Be like, hey. That's a life <laughs> lesson, man. <laughs> life lesson. Don't get uh, too attached to shit. So that's my oldest. She's uh, 17. Oh. Works full time. Almost full time. She does sports when uh, it's her season and she's a straight A student. Good what deal. Does she, play? she plays volleyball. Yeah. She gets awesome. it from her mom. Because apparently some people over here don't play sports. Yeah, I don't, I, it may be hard to tell by my body style, <laughs> but I'm not real fit. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. If she plays sports, is a straight-A student, and works almost full-time. And she wants to be a lawyer. She wants to go to Stanford. Oh, wow. My niece, Told her get some scholarships. I don't sell that many trophies. My niece did that, but... So where we live in Washington, when you become a junior in high school, you can do what they call the running start program. Oh, start so college. Can, yep. So you can get all of, she got all of her um, generals out of the way her junior and senior year, and then she was able to go to a four-year college, actually in her second year of college. Nice. Yeah, she's doing some college courses, and she wants to, she wanted to go straight to Stanford, but I think she's going to start at Shasta and then transfer out. That, that's where the government, you know, I mean, Biden wants to give this free college and this and that. And I really believe that uh, it they have this so backwards. The kids that are getting free college are the ones that are going and taking the money and not going to class and living yep. off of it and then quitting. Right. The kids that should be getting the free college are the ones that have the certificate. And, you know, if my kids want to go to college, I'll tell them, we'll get a loan book out. We'll put some loans down and everything. As long as you show me a certificate, then it's a grant. If you do not, then it's a loan. And I don't think they should forgive student debt. That's what I'm saying. Where we're at right now. Because 
I don't care if you got your degree and you have all the student debt. You entered into that knowing. Like I hate the fact that well, it was predatory. Listen, man, I grew up taking nobody a lot knew, of payday loans no, in my life, and I yeah. knew damn well they were no. predatory when I signed right. the fucking But money. nobody knew they were predatory when you needed it because you wanted it. You had to go to college. This was a way to go to college, so you signed your fucking name on the paper. Now, I don't think that it should last you your whole goddamn life to pay back. Well, the I think if you graduate, it only you does if you're successful, or if you if you turn it into a career, career. Right. then it does. But if you're if you just drop off and just been like, yeah, I just use that to get through, you know, a few. Do you know that when my niece graduated, she graduated with thirty four loans, thirty four. The thing that's crazy is when I started college and I had to drop out because it was either college or work. So I either had to go to college and be homeless or work and have my own apartment. I was so poor and with bad credit that I couldn't get loans. Yep. Yep. So those people that can get loans, I mean, I'm not saying all of them, but they they have an advantage over some of us that couldn't even get a loan. There was well, no way really, and for her to become a lawyer, it became like a family thing because my sister then at that point was maxed out. I mean, she makes decent money. Her and her husband both, you know, they're, you know, my, my and my niece worked mm-hmm. and went to school. But then they also, my mom and dad had to sign some loans for her too. I mean, it's crazy. I'll do whatever it takes for my daughter to go to college. Um, And I'm even okay with the government subsidizing some college. I'm even Mm -hmm. okay with that. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to keep anyone down. I just don't think that if 10 years ago you signed on to loans that the government should come out and say, here you go. You know, if they're going to forgive loans, forgive the business loans. Right. I mean, we're creating jobs where, you know, we can do that, but. I don't know. I, I see all these forgive people. Them, give them, forgive the ones that are actually working and paying taxes mm-hmm. and contributing to society. Right. Not the ones that are just taken. Or as paychecks. I've always said, do it in exchange for um, public service. There you go. Yep. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not one that says everybody should join the military because well, I, I hated the military. But if you, you should do two years in the public sector. If that means that you're out on, you know, two hours a day cleaning graffiti or mowing the lawns on city yep. property, whatever. I, I fully believe that everybody should do two years of public service and then give a credit for that. Well, then but Hawaii, don't do it for nothing. In Hawaii, they'll pay for your college, mm-hmm. but you have to come back and spend two years doing your trade, what mm-hmm. you mastered and what you graduated from for Hawaii. See, I've never heard and then that. It, and then it's forgiven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it becomes a loan. Yep. I should look into that. Yeah, I was there for eight years and never heard that. It's crazy. It's it's true fact. Because I will go to college if tomorrow. Are, if you are a native. <laughs> oh, native. Are, if you're a native born Hawaii. Oh, girl, that's a whole different And you game. go to, they'll pay for your college wherever now you go. Now you're setting rules that we can't meet, Troy. <laughs> 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 they'll do a lot of things if you're native born. And I, we'll yeah, leave it at that. Fair. Well, I just think it's so sad what it takes anymore. Because, you know, th- for the longest time, I mean, even when we were going to school, they were saying college, 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 college. And now the yeah. trades and are now there's Yeah, and now they're saying, no, no, not necessarily. Hold on. You well, know, I know, trade, um, trade, 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 well, trade. That's well, like you're allowed bottoms. to go to college for nine years and major in nothing. Yeah. Dude, a lot of people go to college for eight years. Yeah, they call them doctors. <laughs> college is like bell bottoms. It goes in and it goes out. It just depends on the supply or the job. Well, demand. the trades are right. now suffering from what they're calling the silver tsunami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where there's an entire generation aging out of the trades and nobody going into them. But, man, you look at what those rates are. You know what a plumber gets paid? Mm-hmm. I, w- I have waited in They shit get paid more than what a, a starting lawyer gets paid. bathroom for way less than what a... What a plumber gets paid. Well, right now you could pretty much uh, the plumbers and the electricians and that can write their own ticket 
Yeah. And they're ta- some of them are taking advantage, but well, um, they all are. All the handymen, all the, anybody that knows how to do that shit right now. Yeah. Dude, I talked to a guy that works for me, Josh. Yeah. He's a handyman now. He came to me. He says, "Shit, dude, I, I'm gonna charge you ninety dollars an hour." Yeah. And I'm I, like, "Are you shitting me?" And he's I mean, like, I subcontract every. I mean, I, that's all yeah. I do, and it, I can't get a plumber to save my life. You can only limit to five hundred dollars per project, though. That's uh, unless you're licensed. Yeah. Ask Sam Crane. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. I was fortunate enough that when I, you know, became an entrepreneur or whatever, you know, with my work. Oh, I say it. Say it again. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> Mufasa. Anyway. Say it again. I didn't have to have college, you know, but when I quit, I I wouldn't have been able to get my job without a degree. Mm-hmm. There's no way. I have my associate associate's degree. Well, that's in, it was all military credit, and then you had to take elective, so I, like... I got my associate's degree by taking, like, American cinema, mm-hmm. nutrition, like, all the bullshit classes, <laughs> and there was no proctored exam. Literally, you just submit something. It's cool. I'm, We're all just dummies here, man. You're the only I got smart my one. GED. No, no, I'm not smart. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. I don't know, Hope. Did you go to college? Um, I did a year of college. Was it just for the partying? Or? You know what? No. <laughs> you know what's really funny is that I always wanted to be, like, a kindergarten teacher, but now in my age, it's like, I hate to say it, I love my kids, but I... I guess I love other Those people's kids, shits. but I don't, I couldn't handle the parents. A hundred percent. I would not be able to handle the parents. Did I you know agree. I wanted, did you know I wanted to become a civics teacher? No. I totally did. I had a, I had a scholarship for St. Mary's and everything and I pissed it away in my senior year. Mm. All right, Molly, what did you want to do when you were, you were little? I wanted to either be a math teacher or an architect. Mm-hmm. Nice. One pays way, way better than the yeah. other one, just in case we're. Not clear on that. But when I figured out I had to go to college for eight years, I was like, shit, I'm out. I always wanted to be a <laughs> I'm chef. I'm going to do pizza. I quit halfway through. I did. No, but I mean. I think did. I did pizza. Tell her. Ask yeah. her what you did. How she worked her way up through fucking dominoes and shit, man. It's a yeah. fucking inspiring story. Yeah. Slung some pie. It's inspiring. And he's inspiring. That's child actually the name loss. of my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Pie. <laughs> Shelby and Lisa used to do a bunch of like door tagging and stuff for yeah, her. Yeah, my she sisters worked for me. Yeah. yeah. Pay him to do cans. And I started work at 12 years old as a paper boy. And well, I worked I every day since. Routes. I've never not had a job since I was 12. Y'all like rich, man. We were so poor. We didn't have no bikes. Shit. You know, now that I think about it, Molly's always kind of been a boss. <laughs> because even when she had her paper routes, her mom freaking folded all the newspapers for her. I didn't she have a bike either. Working for it, <laughs> I had the bag. <laughs> I had the bag that went over your yep. shoulders. And, and then when you, you got empty, you flipped many, it. You had to choke. You choked exactly, yourself. Exactly. You had to you keep rotating it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's a short curve learning, ain't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> you learn real quick. Because you're riding downhill on that bike. Whoa. Yeah. No, it, it it literally, you get too many off of one side, you're like. <laughs> yeah. Bad. No, you know you've lived a rough life at 13. You're like, oh, my back. Okay, okay. So She I, used to I also I sold worms. Yeah, I was, was just going to say that. Okay. When about, you know, as soon as I was old enough to get them out of the ground. We did blackberries that way. We had a blackberry, yeah. uh, bunch of bushes uh, I, on I our gotta property. I got to hear the worm pitch. Yeah, let's see. I got to hear the worm yeah, pitch. How did you, how, what was I the mean, cold opener so for I people buying I don't worms? Know, I don't know if I want to buy worms. I mean, pitch it to me. Hey, uh, hey I got, no, I got a better. Sell me some no, worms. No no. no, no, I got a better. Here's a pin. Sell it for me. It. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be her favorite thing in an interview. Yeah, I love the joke about that. The guy goes, <laughs> the guy hands him a computer, takes some of his computer, and the guy gets up and leaves. <laughs> and that guy calls him like eight hours. I say, hey, where's my fucking computer? He's like three hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you sell worms? 
Well, I just put signs up on the telephone poles. You know, so what was the inspiration there? You're just like sitting there digging in the mud one day. You're like, where? No, well, she wanted money. We'd go fishing. You know, you know, we'd always stop at these people's house and put money in the cup and open up the little milk, old milk box and get a dozen worms out. And I'm like, them things are free. I could do that. <laughs> and, What's know? the joke about that guy when they the, they were selling uh, toothbrushes in the class? They went out and did a fundraiser to class uh, who could sell the most toothbrushes. And the guy comes back like three days later. He's like, I sold $3,000. The teacher's like, how the hell did you do that? He's like, well, I set up a table. And I had drinks out there. And somebody take a drink. They'd be like, oh, man, this tastes like shit. He's like, it is. You want to buy a toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. You got to be smart about it, man. It's well, all about the marketing. It's one of the, the first things I ever, that I said on an interview with her. And she was just talking about how she's going to interview. And, and I did a f- I've did a few interviews up to that point, but never, you know, anything realistic. Right. And, uh. <laughs> we were interviewing this fucking kid. She reaches in, pulls out a pen. She says, sell me this pen. And I'm looking at it, and he's like, seriously, what do you sit there for like five minutes where he even said anything? He's like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we'd always ask people, the first thing I'd usually ask them is, tell me about a place, you know, what do you like to eat? And then they'd say, you know, Mexican food or whatever. And I'd be like, well, it's a good Mexican place. We haven't been here. And then they'd tell you, oh, this place. I'm like, well, tell me why I should go there. You know, and no one, hardly anyone can do it. Well, it's no. like, it's like, and in one of my favorite interview questions is, tell me, tell me something you do really well. Tell me something that you're really super good at. Mm-hmm. Walking and out they, of interviews. And they were, yeah, does this sound <laughs> like I'm leaving? <laughs> they would sit and talk for 15 fucking minutes about how great they are or something. And then you look at them, you're like, tell me something you're not so good at. They just keep talking back. Shutting up is what I'm not good at. Blah, 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 blah. No, the guys just sit there and look at you again because they just, they can't, they don't know both sides of the coin. Right. You can sell something all day long. You can move your lips and you can talk about it all day. But if you don't believe in what it is you're selling, people see right through that shit. Right. So that's what I got out of it. What is your weakness? Honesty. Well, I don't think honesty is weak. I don't give a fuck what you think. I think the worst interview question I ever had was when I was getting hired on at Google. Um, Mike Cassidy, who was the VP at the time, said, walk me through your day. That's all right. Well, I get up. I go to work. He's like, wait, wait. You just get out of bed and go straight to work? Well, no. I mean, I get dressed. So you get dressed. Yeah, so I get dressed and I go to work. So you just get dressed and go out. You don't brush your teeth. It's like, motherfucker. (laughs) So he wanted a detail, like, okay, I wake up at 5.45, I put my feet on the ground, put my slippers on, I go in and I take a piss, and then I go ahead and wash my hands and I brush my teeth and I take it. Like, he wanted that detail. It was just, to this day, I don't understand why. Because that's who he was looking. He's looking for a detail-oriented person. Mm -hmm. But they weren't. (laughs) That's what he was looking for. (laughs) Because apparently he's failed all 15 times that he's interviewed, so he's looking for somebody who will fucking do that job. I'll tell you what's a lost art in interviewing, and I used to always do it, especially um, with the younger kids, is make change. Yeah. And we'd go buy the fake money. Right. Mm -hmm. We'd go buy fake money at every opening. You see these guys, they just have like, what are you doing, Matt? They they (laughs) just want to make some pizza. I think the from an interviewee side, I learned to always ask at the end of, at the end of the interview based on my resume and my interview is there is there any reason you wouldn't hire me? Mm. And I will tell you the interviewers hated it because they expect softball questions. Tell me about the company. What's your favorite part? No, I'm going to back you in the corner. Tell me right now. 
either I'm going to get feedback to move forward mm-hmm. or I'm going to have confidence that you're going to hire me. So I got hired at Trader Joe's. I said, I'm not here for you to interview me. I'm here to interview you. Yeah. And Tom was like, what? And I said, you need me. So I need to know if this is a fit for me. Yeah, I mean, they come in and say, and we just sat there and why do you want to work here? Yeah. Well, why did the last guy not want to work here? What's the number one question to ask in an interview? What motivates you to do your best? Mm. And what's the number one answer? Money. Money. Mm. Money well, always But we would always even ask him, too, on a, on a scale yeah, of 1, one to 10. ten. How so interested are you in this position? I remember when Rich asked me that, and I remember at the time I was like. literally want to say, well, you know, it's, it's way from between a 6 and a 7. <laughs> well, and at the time I was like 32 years old, and I was thinking, okay, I'm applying to make pizza at minimum oh, wage. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> and so but me i was like oh an eight he's like okay well why an eight and i was thinking because i don't want to sound too eager but because i because it's a I dumb fucking job. question i want you to stop and think about why <laughs> yeah. i said an eight i'll tell you what though i interviewed a guy when i was working in tech and we asked him well, why should we hire you <laughs> balls for worse better or worse looked us dead in the eye and said because if you don't i'm gonna walk out of here and i'm gonna be super successful and you're gonna regret it and you're gonna always question what i would have done for your company and we're like mm-hmm. Shit, get this man an office. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love that. I had a guy come in and interview for pizza, and his resume had four PhDs on it. I thought somebody was fucking pranking me. Right. (laughs) I was like, Ron comes out, and he goes, I got somebody you need to interview. I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, come on, man. Where'd you get this? Did you download this? Right. He's like, no, man. Guy come in and want a job. Want a job. It said right on it, pizza. I tell you, at so some I point, said, you want to do something so easy and fun, I man. That, I kicked that, kick that application around for about a week, and Ron kept going, hey, did you call that guy? I'm like, no. I'm going to call the guy. I don't know. So sure enough, one Saturday was slow, and I called that fucker. And he showed up in a high-wine, flowery shirt, shorts, and flip-flops. <laughs> and he comes strutting in. <laughs> and he walked by Ron's office, and I looked at him, and he's like. <laughs> 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 so I sit down with him. <clears throat> and they give you these list of questions you got to ask. Mm-hmm. And I hate them and I never use them. Right. And I look at the guy, looking at the application. He's looking at me and I look at him. I said, all right, man, fucking tell me what's up. <laughs> Why? You have four PhDs. You just came from Silicon Valley. Why do you want to work at pizza? That's the only question I want to <laughs> ask you. Everything else is moot. And he looks at me and he says, my wife got a fucking job up here. And I like being with my wife. So I quit my job and I moved up here so she could have the job she wanted. And nobody's fucking hiring in what I do. So I need a job. And it looked fun. So I came in. (laughs) And I applied. Did you hire him? Fuck! No! (laughs) (laughs) He'd be smarter than Troy. Why would he hire him? Don't fuck give my job up to a guy with PhD. (laughs) I tell you, I, I interviewed. No, he d- he didn't want a job. He he had to go through the steps to get his unemployment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and but man, he goes, I really appreciate you coming in and interview me. And we must talk for a fucking hour because <laughs> he just. I mean, it's such a unique situation to have somebody like that, right? Yeah, I mean, I would have loved. There's a there's a book that Molly turned me on to that it, that three I signs to. of a miserable job, job. and it, it was about a about a guy who gave up his career and went to Colorado. It's Colorado, right? Tahoe. No, Tahoe, yeah, maybe it's Tahoe. Tahoe. Yeah, and started and bought a pizza shop. Well, he didn't buy it. He, he became he partners there. Well, yeah. and he figured out how to fix it for the guy. Yeah, so it was. Yeah. It's a neat book. When mm-hmm. I when I was getting going through the interview process for Google, so I got hired 
I started the process of getting hired at Google through a job called a hiring fair, not a job fair, but a hiring fair in San Diego. And I flew from Hawaii, bought suit for it, stayed with my friends, borrowed their car. Um, but I'm in there in one of the companies. I got, so the very first company I interviewed for, I read a schematic wrong, and I knew it right away. I was like, oh, I fucked that up. And the second one was a solar company, and they were looking for an engineer. So I went, or a, a field technician. I went in and I interviewed, and I asked them the question based on my my resume and my interviews. Any reason you wouldn't hire me? And they're like, yes. And it, like my heart stopped because most people don't answer that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, what is it? He's like, I'm gonna be honest. This is field work. He's like, you, you know, we love your ethic. We love your your resume, but you're gonna hate this job, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be sitting here interviewing somebody in three months. I respect that. Like, mm-hmm. if you know. Yeah. But that shit work and I'm not going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Good. Tell me that, you know, because I don't want to be here in three months looking for another job. Either. I've told people that before, too, because in especially like a Winko and being in pizza, people will come and they'll interview. But the thing is, is that they're interviewing because pizza's only hiring, but they really want to work in the store. Right. And so yeah. they'll come to you and say, OK, well, if I start in pizza, how soon can I move out of pizza and oh, no. go into the grocery department? Once you go pizza, you don't go back. <laughs> Well, you know how many no, times I've heard it, even job. from the CEO. Well, it's not like they want to work in. Who would want to work in pizza the whole time? I'm like, do you realize who you're talking to? <laughs> right. Like you know? we work in pizza all like, the time, asshole. Like some people well, so enjoy it. Yeah. I just literally made up a rule at our store and said that if you get hired in pizza, you have to work here for at least six months before yeah. you can transfer. And I, and to tell you the truth, I don't think that I ever had an employee transfer. And I probably had, I would say probably half a dozen ask. When I uh, started at Hobart, the guy, you know, we're friends, we actually both did a personality survey to make sure that we could get along with each other. And so one day I went out. Are those still out? No, this was, uh, I mean. Oh, is this like a real thing? This was Mm -hmm. a real thing. We had a guru and everything. We had to find that shit. There's two of them. One's called Enneagram and the other one's No, we were interviewed by this guy and everything. It was really, it was good because we had, I mean, I'm a pretty strong personality. No. Maybe you don't know that. No, I don't I'm not seeing it myself. So so anyway, uh, it, it, it was pretty good. So one day I was stressed out and I went out and sat in his office and I'm like, seriously, I got to find out. How are you so laid back and just let everything go and this and that? Anyway, come to find out, he said the reason why that guy that did the survey for us told him to hire me over the couple other people was because we were complete opposites and he needed me. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> have that yin and yang. Yeah. And, you know, in like when I hired in on in tech, like a lot of the things they loved about me in the interview – they hated when I worked for them on a daily, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh man, this is refreshing. Somebody honest in interviews. I had to break it to you. I'm going to be honest after the interview. Yeah. Yeah, You're right. not going to oh, fucking like yeah. it. There's you know, times where I know I'm getting, I'm starting to get on his nerves cause I'm just too much in his face about things that need to be fixed. Great thing for us is it was almost impossible to fire people. So you, you could say what <laughs> was on your mind and yeah, it can be ugly, but well, you know. I'll tell you what, when you don't need a job, you, you're pretty much pretty laid back and yeah. you can do what, you know, it's, it's, I tell him all the time. I have to, I have to make the business work. Cause I'm sure as hell not going to ever be able to work for somebody else. How about, yeah. how about you? One of the hardest things I have still do is I, I had to have one of my, our other buddies that, that opened a yogurt shop down in Yuba city. Oh, Timmy, Tim Hampton. Um, 
he called me up one day and he's and I, he was just like, man, you sound so stressed out. And I'm like, well, yeah, man, I got to go to Novaloni and I got to get back to Baskin and da 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 da. He's like, Molly, you can't get fired. And I'm like, what? He's like, what are you so stressed out about? Right. If it doesn't get done, it's okay. No one's gonna fire you. Right. Well, you don't. Know. What's the worst? You're going to get a bad review. And it's so hard when you own your own business to, if you've been cultured the way that we have, to not realize that you and can't I'll tell you get fired. Yeah, but she's like that whether she owns a business or doesn't. The own a best business. feeling, though, is that first time you pop your cherry telling somebody no. Because, man, when we bought the trophy store, we bought it from an older guy. He, he had enough business. He didn't have to advertise, network, any of that. Well, then when we bought it, we took on a business loan to buy it. So we had to advertise. Yeah. We had to grow. Mm-hmm. And it was tough. And we, it didn't matter, man. Like, he'll tell you, even the stuff he comes up, he's like, I need you to do this. I was like, oh, I can't do that, but I will. You know, like, and you, we did that for so long. And the first time somebody comes in, they say, can you do this? And you look at it and you could probably do it, but you just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, um, nah, man, I can't do it. And that moment, when you get that first no, that is an optional no, where you could have done it and you say no, that's freeing, man. That's a whole nother yeah. level of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I rode that high for a while, and Sherry's like, "Don't, don't get used to that." Like yeah. you, because yeah. I'm ready. Like that felt good. I'm gonna tell everybody no today. Like t- Tuesday's a no day. Like no, we can't do that. You know, like we it felt great to have that freedom. That because you know you work for somebody else, you have to do what they tell you to do. And when you realize in that moment, you're like, you know what? I don't want that job. No, we can't do it. You know, it was great. I think the most understanding. I mean, when I first started this, when I got into this. I talked to Molly a lot because she was she was a sounding board and she was a she was a she is excuse me not was she is she's someone right here, who's she can hear you yeah she totally she can fucking take the mic she'll fuck you up man <laughs> you dare <laughs> no don't let her listen this part I'm, I'm scared no there's there's not a lot of people in this world whose opinion matters to me right okay and as as much as her and I clashed for 19 years when the hammer met the nail. Her and I were always on the same page. She knew she had to have something done. She gave it to me. I got it fucking done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the fallout was not a goddamn thing. Some some of the shit we had to clean Collateral up. Collateral damage. But it got done. So and, you respect and that my was opinion. That, a little bit. And in all things engraving. <laughs> but uh, she was one of the people when we first started this. Her opinion mattered to me when I started having a little bit of sense, I called her, hey, we just did this. Hey, we just did that. And she was always the Jiminy Cricket for me. He's like, yeah, what's your food cost this? And what is your overall percentage in this? And did you do this and did that? And I was like, fuck. If you value someone's opinion, they're always going to be that person for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> as much as I consider her a friend, I will always look to her as a mentor. And it, it's different. Right. When I when I go out and have beers with her, she's like my friend. But when I call her on the phone, be like, "Hey, this is fucked up." This and da, 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 and she talks. I listen. And right. there's not a lot of people in my life that I do that to. Well, so I appreciate it. when it's but it's you earned every inch of it. You earned every inch of my respect because we've been through some times that I just want to tell you to fuck off. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, but you stayed there and you did this thing, and and even in my success, you know how to temper me. You know how to piss me the fuck off too. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you guys are doing it right, and I tell you that all the time. I know, and You're I doing and it I, right, and that means a shit ton to me. That means yeah. a shit ton because she's not gonna f- she's not gonna lie to me. She's not gonna be like, "Hey, I'm just gonna tell you, yeah, you're doing a great job. Go and do that." Well, I like that you touch on so. that because 
people think that if someone can teach you something, they're a mentor. But I think they have to have the knowledge and the respect mm-hmm. to be a mentor. Because you you be the smartest person in the room and tell me everything I need to know that will lead me to success. But if I don't respect you, it's all for naught. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? And I yep, think that's sure. that's what I was, you know, kind of full circle right. earlier is that we've surrounded ourselves with people that we respect. Yeah, you did. Who can be mentors to us. And, you know, I tell my daughter all the time, right, it goes back to don't don't ever be the smartest one in the room. Yeah, because you're mm-hmm. in the wrong fucking you room. Know? And, and we've. I got we've it. I got it. I'm going to say it. Because if you're green, you're growing. But if you're ripe, you're rotting. Right. As long as you're green, you're growing. If you become ripe, you're you'll ride, begin to rot. Right. If you're green, you're nice. growing. If you're ripe, you're rotting. Yeah. But that's it, man. I mean, that's another one of her soliloquies. Always tell, and me and Troy have talked about this too, because like it's sometimes frustrating to be where we are in our journey because we're we're on the same journey, but I'm, you know, I'm a half a mile back, and I had to tell my wife that sometimes because it's know, not it's, just it, because I ran the first part. Of you it. can get discouraged and say, "Man, like, especially when when you're hanging out with Troy or you're hanging out with our friends Aaron, and like they have every, you know." On the outside, you know, because I understand that we don't see the full side. But I just want you to know that I'm really empty on the inside. You have everything. And it's tough when you look at us, you know, where we're still on that journey where, okay, let's make sure the rent gets paid. Yeah. You know, and it's like. Dude, listen, I still make sure the rent gets paid. I still have to fucking worry about that. No, absolutely. But you know what I'm saying? Like Your spot in life, and and for better or worse, you're further along. You're more comfortable in your business than we are in ours, right? Because ours is still in its infancy. By any measure. But do you ever get comfortable? I don't I don't think you really do because yeah. honestly Maybe not comfortable but more confident. I don't even know if it's that. No, I think I, so. I gotta tell you that when we got that EIDL loan and we put that money in the bank, I slept the best I had ever slept. Mm-hmm. Because for the first time in the time that we've had that business yeah, it was like a big old weight lifted right. off. It was mm-hmm. the 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 day that my ESOP hit my bank. Mm-hmm. I slept the best that I'd ever slept. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. for a minute, it takes the weight off you. Because right. we were, I don't know, we were just back and forth. We were we were grinding, grinding and fucking leveling and grinding. And, and leveling. I don't even envy you because I have one employee that I have to worry about, and you have a whole team, and I, I've always respected that. Like. Because it's one thing, you know, if I, if God forbid I have to lay her off, you know, she's young, she'll get a job anywhere. I don't have a whole team that I, you know, because it's your family, right? Like I have to make sure my family is taken care of Mm -hmm. in one person. Mm -hmm. I don't have my family and 29 other people and the weight of that. Yeah. If you have any sort of dignity, the weight of that has got to be heavy. When we first talked about closing for COVID. When Gavin Newsom first made his speech, I was standing in the front room with Gabrielle and Cinnamon. And he said what he said. And he got done, and both of them turned around and looked at me, and I said, fuck that guy. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to run my business the way I want to run my business. I'm going to keep my doors open, and I'm going to take care of my community. And if I had a dollar for every time I said, fuck that guy since then, (laughs) I wouldn't have to worry about my (laughs) idle loans either. (laughs) And uh, Cinnamon turned around. And she walked up to me, and she put her hands on my face, and she goes, and they will love you all day long, but everybody else will burn you in effigy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what we got to do. And make no mistake, those, those, those beautiful fuckers at my shop, they don't work for me. They work for Gavin Sin. I'm just the guy that keeps the face going and keeps the money going. 
Okay, they understand what my role is there, but they work for Gab and they work for Sin. Who knew that Troy would one day be the face of a company? And then that's and I'm good with that. <laughs> Let me do what I do best, which is drive business. Let me go get business. Mm. I will. And the worst thing is it. The hardest thing about not driving business in your first year is being able to facilitate it. I can go out and get all the business you want, but if we can't compensate when they walk in, then what the fuck's use of getting that? Right. So we had to wait. We had to wait. I had to pull the reins back because mm-hmm. I wanted to go. I just, and I'm at the pot right now. Well, hell yeah. I'm like, can you handle that? All right, I'm going to get you some more. Mm-hmm. Hold on. This is what we're going to do. And I love that aspect of my job. I, I love that. I don't like, I tried to be on the chamber. I don't like, the confinedness of that. But I like, you want me to sell pizza? <laughs> you fucking, you put a hat on, you hold on, let's go do this. Because I'll sell ice to Eskimos. Mm-hmm. And a freezer to keep it in. Because that's what I do good. Right. So it's, the aspect of having 30, 29 employees is that at that time, I can't tell ABC to go fuck off. Mm. I can't, I can't tell the health department to go fuck off that I'm going to run my business because I got 29 other employees that are counting on me to make the right decisions. And that's a huge weight. Every day I got to make the right decisions. Every day I can't fuck off. Every day I can't shoot myself in the foot. And if you know me long enough, you know that any good thing that I ever have, I've ruined. I fucked up, threw it away, fucked off. And this I can't. Right. Because I got these people, they're counting on me every day to make the right decisions. And I don't put myself in a lot of situations so I don't get put in the spot to make the wrong decision. No, but when I start selling my That's all about growing pizzas. up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all about growing up. It's a joke we've had for a while because he's doing so well at selling pizzas, and we have a friend, a mutual friend that has an adult store. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and he's doing well. I'm like, man, that guy's selling dicks and doing great. He's selling pizzas, doing great. I guess I'm going to start selling dick shaped pizzas because pizza shaped <laughs> dicks probably isn't such a big seller. No, but I mean, it's just that. It's, it's that aspect. You know it. You know, it just, it's working with, if you have a vested interest in your business and you have to have a vested interest in the people that are running your business Mm -hmm. and make no mistakes, it's not me running my business. Those guys are. Right. And every day they put 90% of the, the effort to run that business, make it accessible. It's them. I'm only 10%. I'm shit. I'm less than that. I'm probably 3% with sin being six. Well, that's what we tell them all the time, man. I mean, you know, it's like you're here. Look at what percentage I am of this business. How many times you hear that? Right. You know, I'm here f- 5% of the hours were open. You're here this minute percent, and it's not. Once you figure out the percentage, it's you have to form a team and allow that team to run it because, I mean, you're only you know, as strong as they are. Right. You're the weakest link. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an old attache, but it is true. I mean, I, I, I hired and trained some very great crews and ready mm-hmm. and some fantastic people and we got through some shit that at the time we thought were like holy shit and those guys came back and they and they had my back and they they did a great job but good people always move on mm-hmm. right it's always an evolution you get one person especially in in a situation like that you get one person and you get them for maybe two years maybe three on the outside but people who are good move on. They have to. They have to grow too. And I covered that at my escape rooms when I had those guys because it was. It's a. It's a minimum wage job, man. You're gonna mm-hmm. watch somebody on a security camera and send some clues. I'm never gonna pay you what you want to make. And I used to tell people all the time, they'd be, man, you know, I hate to leave you, but I, I you know, I, Walmart's offer. I was like, go, mm-hmm. go. I am not that guy. 
I want everyone to succeed. And this is only ever going to be a young person's minimum wage yeah. job. And it, it's not that I don't want to pay more. I would love to. It's just not a job that facilitates that. So every single one that would come to me like, man, you know, I hate to do it. Don't hate. Go. Do bigger things. Come back. Let me know how it's going. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not the guy that's like, I want you to work for me. Listen. I said the same thing or in the military. Or have feelings about it. Yeah. yeah. In the military, too. You're supposed to be Joe Navy, right? Like, oh, you should stay. You should stay. I used to tell people, and if it's not for you, get out. Because if you're not enjoying it, you're not doing the best job you can, I don't want you here. Because mm-hmm. when shit hits the fan and we're in war... I want you to really know what you're doing. And really love your job a little bit. Right? So, and because of that, I stopped advancing because, the you know, the chain of command's like, you can't say that. Oh, I can. And I will. And I have. And I'm going to continue. Um, but it's the same thing. If I don't want somebody to come into work every day and be like, man, I should have gone to Walmart. I should have gone to, you know, Winco or, you know, I don't want that because you're not going to be doing the best job you can. Mm-hmm. You got to take a big breath. I tell my people this. You got to take a big breath before you walk through that back door. Don't. Yeah. I'll take an amazing employee for three months over a mediocre for two yeah. years. Yeah. Well, hands yeah. down. You got to find something you like to do and then figure out how to get paid for it. Right. But, you know, Joe, and in a sense, I agree with that. But in the other sense, there are people that will come into the shop that will be never nothing more than a body to fill a schedule. But they're consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be fair, you're going to get 60% out of them. 100% of the time. And they're right. going to come in, they're going to job, they're going to have a great attitude, but that's what they'll give you. You know what I mean? Then you have the people that'll come in, they'll do a great job, they'll get promoted, they'll feel like a little bit of authority, they'll get some respect, and then they'll be like, I'm on to bigger and better things. Because that they get it. And we're fortunate enough to have a lot of those kids that we have promoted, that have ran the shop for a while, and then went on to do other things, come back. And I'm not discounting those at all, because you need those consistent. But, you know, I, like you said, if you have to steal yourself for coming in every day, I don't want you there. No. You're not Go you're not your who I want. Like, you you know, know, you're not gonna especially in a like What is your turnover room. rate there? In what? In twelve months, in two years? In twelve, 12 months, months? Yeah. Probably less than five percent. We get we get the average turnover for the cheerleaders we hire and mm-hmm. the, the younger kids, we get a turnover on that which is we d- normally don't hire under 18. We keep one or two that are excel- that are that are really good. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, we want them when they turn 18, da 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 But the overall, we don't have a very high turnover. We lost our manager just recently. He's been with us for four years. Watched this kid turn 17 all the way to 21, you know what I mean? And he went off to college, and mm-hmm. shit, good for him. Yep. But we don't have a high turnover. We're trying to create an environment that's like Costco, trying to create an environment that's like Trader Joe's, where you have to know somebody to get in there. Right. We want to create an environment that we don't just hire everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to earn your spot in. I'm always trying to get Hannah to go out there. She she likes those cash tips where she's at, man. And she came home the other day complaining. And I was like, you know, I always go to good times. She's like, yeah, I wouldn't have to interview. I was like, the fuck you wouldn't. The fuck you wouldn't. I was I like, I know Gab how this game is her. played. I was like, you have to interview with Gab. You know, and I would, and I joke around, and uh, they all out there, they love interviewing. I made them do a group interview one time. Seven people interviewed this one person. God, <laughs> it was fucking poor brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. Line of fire. Except for the interviewee. <laughs> Hannah came out. She's going to do a six-man interview, and it's going to be a walk. I want the whole team. Do it at ten o'clock in the morning. Get the whole team there, and it's going to be a walk-in interview too. Ten. It should be like eight. (laughs) I think. Does she make coffee? She she'll occasionally make my coffee. No, no. I mean, where does she work? Uh, She works at Kahuna's. It's a Mongolian barbecue. Oh, Oh, okay. 
So I always have to keep her in check because she's like, Dad, I'm a great server. I said, you're a great server at Mongolian, where mm-hmm. 70% of the people are getting their own food. Yeah. And the other are choosing from 15 sushi dishes. I said, you go to go work CR Gibbs or <laughs> Denny's or yeah. at where there's 80 menu items and all 80 can be cooked three different ways. So I was like, yeah. I bet it's not quite the same. But she likes where she's at. She makes good tips, and she's really good at what and she, she does. she shows so up at work on. every day, and she does her job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets called in. You know, she's supposed to work four days a week, but rarely does she work four days a week. She gets called in. Hey, somebody can't make Yep, I'm on my way. You know, and That's her. That's awesome. I got to tell you, I'm really kind of enjoying this, watching you guys on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because I was, I was thinking once I asked did, you did about Did he that, say it was his it's my yeah, podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever get to work the board, but, but I'm if your behind you're, the if scenes you're a guest, If you're a guest, you can work the board. But oh I my can't god, <laughs> I'm the fucking Riker of this podcast. Okay, <laughs> and you know, you know why they never let Riker drive the fucking captain of the Enterprise? No, every episode that he was a fucking captain, that he took the chair, that he was the one, he destroyed the ship. <laughs> Every fucking I don't want you to think episode. of it as I won't let you run the board. Think of it as this way. You're the man. I'm the technician keeping you going, man. I'm just your support team here. That's not what keeping I'm getting you from going. this. <laughs> That's not what I got from your fucking you being a guest on Gabrielle's podcast. I didn't get that. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Gab's, Gab's got a podcast. She does. What'd you think of that? I mean, you don't get to be on a lot of podcasts, but what did you think about that? Yeah, no, it was fun. I think I probably talked too much and didn't let Sherry talk enough, but that's kind of the relationship. I was wondering if Sherry was on that. (laughs) (laughs) You said it was supposed to be about our life anyways. Like she's she's just a lot lot quieter. But no, it was great. I told Gab house, man. I told Gab to uh, invite just Sherry on it. She should. She should. Yeah. I think that'd be funny. I'd tune in. (laughs) (laughs) I would too. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, no, it was fun. Cute house. There's no, I mean, the, the kitchen looks great. We She gave us a little tour, and poor Lenora was losing her mind. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we walked in. She's like, oh, my God, sorry about my house. We're like, we have kids. So we, yeah. we understand. Mm-hmm. She's got a podcast that's called uh, We Love That For You Yeah, or Not. Yeah. And it always starts with her opening a white claw. Yeah. <laughs> She did. Hey, she's come. She's got Jesse Chain, man. That guy, like halfway through, came in, gave her another one. I was like, "Wow, got it like that." She took that and ran with it, man. She did. She did good. What do you think? I mean, no, I liked it. I walked in. I was shocked because, like, I knew she was doing it from home, and because we, she could use the studio anytime she wants. So we walk in, and she's got the soundboard. I was like, "Damn, y'all stepped up." Wow, okay. Uh, are you renting your studio out or what? <laughs> Can I get some time in no, here? No, it was nice. And, you know, it's very inviting and we're, we're thankful she had us. And then we, you know, BSed for a while afterwards. And I'm sorry I didn't make it, but there was no way I was doing anything but showering and going to fucking bed. That's how I feel a lot of times. I mean, you. I don't, I probably work less than I ever have. Realistically, I do. I'm not, I, but I work every day. So... It doesn't just Well, your work it. is what I tell Molly what her work was working at No Baloney. You get there every day, and right. you might do a few things. Like, she would go to, like, Costco or Cash and Carry or something like that. But then she would, like, spend a majority of her time bullshitting with all the customers. That's my job. I get yeah. frustrated when I have to do that. And it, you know, I feel like a firefighter sometimes. Man. Like, three-quarters of the day I come around, and it's like, well, 2 o'clock, I got to go get my boy. And it's like, oh, wow, I've done this many jobs today. And it's like, I guess I'll be here late tonight. 
But yeah, between, you know, mm-hmm. the phone ringing and customers coming in and I know you feel me like come in. Well, I want to talk to Joe. I'm just going to start telling Erica, just be honest with him. Joe doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> Joe doesn't want to talk to anyone. Listen, he's got a sign up there. that says, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the lights red. Today, you got a little light. Today like, is not. Is lights light, red. You yeah, can't go back there. That's what there. you say. You're like, is the light red? Yeah. Then you know. I'm actually installing a curtain across the front of my desk so people can't see me when they walk. Well, I think it's because you're, you're the, you're the, face. the guy doing it, right? Yeah, those poor fuckers seeing my face every day. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, get aren't it. Aren't you making that you're doing the work? Though, oh, we right? both are. The my the girl that works the front the also does production. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be better when my wife comes back to work this summer and then she can be the face and handle all of that and I can just stay in the back and work. That's At No Baloney, did I work? You did. No Baloney, she did. She did. Absolutely. I just used to always like to give her shit about it. <laughs> she did. And I realize now how much you did work mm-hmm. in this aspect because... When I when I when I went out to manage good times, I'm a great manager, and I'm not saying that with any humbleness. Is I'm really fucking good at what I do. Do I need to be polished up? Yeah, but I'm really fucking good at what I do. I can walk into anybody's pizza shop, give me a fucking week to learn it, and I'll show you how we can make it better. I'm really good at that. You want a dead end job at an engraving store? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I ran the bar at lunch. Yeah, you did. Yeah. People followed you though. People took mm-hmm. instructions from you. You set a plan in action, and people followed it. And well, it's because she. Well, the one thing that you guys both have in common is that you guys both care about your employees. Yeah. And you want to make them happy. And, I mean, she would go and get them donuts. And, yeah. I mean, and just... It's again, it's the difference between a leader and a manager. Things, well, right? and, that's, and that's the point that I was trying to make just a second ago is I'm a really good fucking manager, but it doesn't correlate into being a good owner. Because it's a whole fucking different ball game. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. say it, and you don't realize it until you do it. And difference, even in being a supervisor to being an owner, is fucking completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're like... But what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You know what I mean? Every day you got to make those decisions. That don't someone isn't just you can't just say, oh yeah, that's what they said. That's what we got to do. You're like, if I make a wrong decision, somebody doesn't make money, or we do something poorly, and somebody, you know what I mean? Then suddenly we're out or we're down, or we got to move back up. So it doesn't correlate always in no matter how strong you are into being a good owner or to being a good right. entrepreneur or a good businessman or a businesswoman or or whoever. I mean, everybody has a fucking idea, and that's why 89% of all fucking small businesses fail, because somebody has a really good fucking idea about doing something or does something really well and has no idea how to facilitate it. Fortunately enough for me, I had enough mentoring people around me that I could fall back and make a phone call, that I could call back and go, hey, look, this came up. How do I handle this? Or what's your take on this? You know what I mean? And, and you got to be self-aware enough to know that not all your ideas are great. You're right. Like you gotta look at it and I'm a researcher and Sherry hates it like oh. the fuck is he talking? Was he talking to me? You must have been talking to them because I'm saying I know you're not talking to me. As a general idea. Still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a researcher. Like if you know we want to get this new equipment, it's like I'm gonna spend hours looking at it and I'm gonna decide whether or not it's a good idea. And even if it's a bad idea, I'm probably gonna buy it because I think it's a cool toy. But you have to sometimes step back and say, I really love that, but maybe it's not the right time for that, or maybe I don't have the bandwidth for that. And that's been the hardest one for me to do. It's like we, we've expanded a ton of equipment. I have so much more equipment than we did three years ago. Now I can't run it because I ain't got the time. But it's there. It's, it's there. We have it. I just can't use it. He has a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he didn't have a Tesla until he met me. That's true. My motivation. I'm just saying. In fact, in, a, in about two months, my daughter has to take me to dinner anywhere I want. 
That was the bet. Isn't that the car that catches on fire all the time? No, those are Chevy Bolts. Or is that the one that drives by itself? What did I have when I owned my businesses? You had... Uh, she had the pumpkin. Yes. It doesn't that's matter. I was trying to remember what the fucking name this of up it before a we go any further. A they can drive themselves, but their safety rating is way higher than a human driving. So just to be clear, I'm sorry. I'm I'm Dude, I'm measuring it. all my successes by the cars I have. All right, sorry. You are very successful then. Bali used to drive. It wasn't a Dodge Caravan, but it was like a Dodge Caravan. Well, you and said it was orange. It was yeah. like a burnt yeah. orange. It's why I used to call it the pumpkin. The great pumpkin. Molly Molly got hired at Winco, and she had a fucking trailer, and she pulled around to fucking openings yeah. because she didn't like to stay in fucking hotels. <laughs> so I she pulled it. her fucking trailer around, and she lived out of her fucking trailer while she was trying to make a name for her in this company. Yeah, That's some fucking dedication, man. I feel Because you. you better believe that all those echelons ate the shit out of that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time, hey, did you bring your trailer? Hey, did you bring your trailer? <laughs> I bought an RV for that reason because I didn't like hotel hopping and i lived in an rv that ran an extension cord into our warehouse in the bay area for months until the owner all, found all it. good ideas spawned their knockoffs <laughs> so then it became a trailer park and then finally security is like y'all i mean it was legit a trailer park my buddy had astro turf out a little white picket fence i was like eric what are you doing man you know you know i always kept the curtains down and the lights low just in case somebody drove by they wouldn't know. not him man he's out there having a beer you know <laughs> in his mini Barbecue. putting golf you know i was like what are you doing guys flamingos out there yeah, <laughs> yeah we lost that privilege pretty quick but i i get it because going hotel to hotel i fucking despise it i'm gonna just tell you i, I like hotels <laughs> nicer hotels but at that time i was definitely not staying in the nicer hotels well whenever we go anywhere including with molly's sisters if molly's coming so like I was going to go with her sister by myself to pick up her new puppy last year. And she called me f- beforehand, and she's like, do you care where we stay? And I'm like, no, I'll just rent a room. I don't care. And then Molly's like, well, I think I'm going to go with you. And then her sister's like, okay, then you better pick the room. <laughs> <laughs> There's standards that need to be met here. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch Molly walk through a room where you go to some Oxford suites? I'm going to lie, I've never seen Molly yeah, before in my life. So Molly, no. <laughs> well, Molly would just walk in, and she'd just fuck it. No, she does too, and then she rips like the top cover, cover off, off the off. bed, <laughs> throws it across the room. Jeez, easy. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa! No, it's, it's children. Learning, it's learning a palate. It's learning. Mm. You know what I mean? It's learning how people. Well, are. I was like, is that Moscow one? I had to go up, go buy some cleaning supplies. supplies. Took the towels down after I finished cleaning the room. Laid down my receipt, and, the, and then said, "I need some clean towels, and I'm going to need this refunded." <laughs> yeah. You got that shit clean. But shit, when you're there two or three weeks, yeah. you want a good environment. She got that shit figured out. Yeah. Nice. That's what we used to always say, just get that shit figured out. <laughs> Where, where's the Rite Aid? Right. Where's, that's the first thing you look for. Do you know why you look for the Rite Aid? The beer. Because the beer is always the cheapest in town at Rite Aid. Fair. Good if you're anywhere and you see a Rite Aid and you need beer, just go get it there because it'll always be as cheap as anything else in town. Good to know. Always. What about Walgreens? No. no. No, right in. It's got to be right in. All right, good to know. And find the fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken and the Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, I'll find a Taco Bell. <laughs> I'll find the shit out of a Taco Bell. Dude, I remember sitting in the car after fucking 14 hours working. Going through Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. Just fucking. Not the one four in Anderson, peop- right? Four people sitting in a car. Can we help you? <laughs> <laughs> Hurry it up, Troy. I want to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Can we get some chicken? 
I just need a 12-piece extra crispy, some coleslaw and mashed potatoes gravy, please. What? Just give me some fucking chicken! <laughs> give me the goddamn bucket. <laughs> just no, put... Nobody gets hurt. Put bread and flesh in it and give it to me. That's <laughs> what time I do we have to be back? Yeah. We can go in at 7 like, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was like the bottle of vodka. Give me a couple drinks and then I'm out. Mine was especially I always when you work well, when you work grocery and you work graveyard. Right. Oh, that was the worst. God, I can't even imagine to be in a hotel and work graveyard. Oh my god, it was awful. Is everybody clanging around all fucking day, mm-hmm. stomping around, and, and the shit. cleaning ladies like just opening and shutting right. doors? And oh yeah, <laughs> me. I always, I always went and bought when I first got there. I always went and bought a thing of Ritz crackers, peanut butter, and jelly. Yeah, because the you got a per diem to go. And they'd right. always fucking bring you down like five days before your paycheck. So I always had like 27 bucks yeah. in my pocket. Right. I know. Troy so. ate with me every day. <laughs> I was like, hey, where <laughs> where I had a credit card. I was like, where are we going to <laughs> breakfast at? Hey, where are we going to lunch at? Yeah. But there was, there was some really weird fucking rules. Like, like one of the rules is you were never allowed to leave the store at an opening until Scott Priest left. Now, Scott Priest wouldn't show up till like 1230. Right. He'd take a four-hour fucking lunch. So he'd spend all day there, and you got to work late. Yeah, and he would come back in at, like, you know, 6.30 and work to 9. And then he would, like, kick around like he was going to. It was like, the, hey, did Scott Priest left? Did Scott Priest leave? Did anybody see Scott Priest leave? It was, like, 9.30. We've been there since 7. <laughs> like, can we get out? No, you can't go until fucking Scott Priest leaves. So he was the chief of the Navy, because that's how it was with the chief. You're like, yeah. guys, guys, I just saw chief on the brow. He left. <laughs> You walk out, then you, the whole division walking out, and she's walking back from the vending machine, you're like, oh, fuck, he didn't leave. Yeah, uh, yeah. What would you say? If you're out by eight, it's great. It's great. Nine is still fine. Right. Ten's a sin. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, man, we worked for uh, 25%. What was it? 25% over. Well, so you never were on salary. We had to, no. They put our asses on salary till we got a lawyer. Well, now, we dude, got, when I went up, we worked. We worked for what twenty five percent over what you made. They gave us forty four hours. Forty four hours. Oh no! The whole time I did it, I was paid by the hour. No, I know. That's after we got a lawyer. Yeah. They had us doing sweat labor in the beginning. Dude, and when I was in grocery, I they figured out they couldn't put non before I left and went salary. up to the Bellingham opening. I switched my exemptions up to nine. And I brought all that money home. My paycheck was oh, like five thousand dollars. No, Dude, what are the we got paid forty four yeah. hours. <laughs> we worked eighty. Yeah, <laughs> the when they put us on hourly, I remember when they put us the first, second or second or third time when they put us on hourly. We went to an opening. It was a long opening, and I put some fucking serious time in. Like we worked like fucking sixteen days straight. It was some fucking god awful shit. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I took that check home, man. And it was like, like you said, it was one of the biggest fucking checks. Because oh my god, Seven I was like, holy shit. It was my regular check was just in overtime. Wow. So it was like fucking nuts. I was still on salary. <laughs> <laughs> I did I salary at Google and it was great because yeah. the weather, you know, some days they'd be like, the weather sucks, just stay home this week. And you're like, well, I was all up, right. I was up wow. there for so long and I was working so many hours that, and they extended my stay up there. And I literally had to go to the mall and buy other clothes to wear, like bras and underwear <laughs> and stuff, because I didn't even have enough time to do laundry okay. at the at the motel. Yeah, there were was some crazy insane. days. Oh, God, I used to hate when I had to go out and buy bras, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Especially <laughs> underwear, too. <laughs> Nobody wears those. <laughs> I, we had, Sin and I, we had to, did it to where I'd be gone for like 10 days, and I would leave and come home, and Sin would leave for seven mm-hmm. to the same store. Yeah. Rotating. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Good, Good times. Yeah. Good times. So you guys just came up for a visit. You went down to Old Town Sacramento. 
one of my favorite places yep. and hung out. The went jelly to the Disney factory. I got to get my jelly bellies. From yeah, me. you got to yeah. do that before we go. Yeah. You probably got me a whole bag of popcorn with butter, didn't you? you no, know, no. Belly flops. That sounds belly good. Flops. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. No. We even bought a whole case. Nice. Totally. That's how I do. I buy that big three-pound bag from Cash and Carry of Jelly Bellies. Just keep it in the truck. Sounds amazing. Takes me about two months to get through it. But man, they're just perfect when I well, want. Now it. you're gonna have a two-pound bag. Fuck yeah. <laughs> want it? I'm a fat guy. I like some Jelly Bellies. There you go. <laughs> Oh, well, well, we ready to wrap this up, yeah, man. I appreciate you guys having us on, man. It was a lot no, of fun. thanks yeah, for coming in. Fun. Always great to meet new people. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I'll well, I've say, seen I'll you say several times and listened in and, and everything. That's why I said it felt kind of like I, I knew you. I think you were out there at the fundraiser, too, weren't you? Were you no, out? I was in Vegas. Oh, okay. Oh, speaking of which, I got to go to Vegas for you the Pizza Expo. Yeah, where are you going? Uh, March 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Thanks for the invite. And, yeah, fuck you. And uh, um, it's I'm really excited about this year because this is the first year that I get to take Sin and Gab. Oh, that's and awesome. They, and they've both been in it long enough to really see why I was so excited the first time I went. Yeah. And this year I'm really I'm really super excited. So Cinnamon hasn't went? She went the first year, but she was still working at Winco the oh, first year we yeah. went. And then we didn't go the second year, and then the third and the fourth were the COVID bullshit. Yeah. So there was none. And then this year they have it back on, and I'm really super excited because – this year, they get to see what my excitement was about. Did you get a picture at the Stanislaus? Yeah. Or Stanis? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've I heard a big Dave Ostrander passed away. He did, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was too bad. I only I got to hear him one talk one time when I was down there, but I never. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the Stanislaus people better. They seem to. We got a lot we of use their full. We use their full red. Yeah, it's good so stuff. It's good stuff. And I, I did a, for the Cisco shit that they had, they came down and did a demo, and they showed me how bitter the fucking sauce was I was it's using. It's amazing, isn't it? It was fucking So sc- it goes from the vine to the can, guaranteed within 24 hours. That's and the one I'm going to use for my dick-shaped pizzas. Okay. There you it's go. Good. But I didn't realize how bitter it was yeah. until I sat beside it, and I was like, because the guy was like, so, I'm like, all right, you got 10 minutes, show me what you got. And he fucking put it down there, and. Was, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it's amazing. It was fucking crazy. It was a crazy difference. Mm. And so I've, we've been we've been standing lost the whole time. They sent us a nice little thing every Christmas. Yeah, it's the two good. little cans. Yeah. yeah no, that, and it, the, little, yeah. the little tile and the yeah. storybook and shit. It's, it's super cool. cool. They're, yeah. they're way involved in it. So, I mean. That's cool. I, cool. I, I didn't get my pictures. I had like, what, about 15 of them every year. Because every year they bring a, a motorcycle or something right. to get a picture. Yeah, I, I was on the motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah. I got my yeah. picture on, on the also. Indian. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's gonna be super exciting because it's. I've been looking forward to it. and I wanted to go last year, and and they talked us out of it because they thought, oh, it's gonna be this and it's gonna be right. that. About a thousand booths, all about pizza. It's like my Disneyland. Well, I know. I say you I'm saw, not even in the pizza industry, but it sounds like a fucking blast. It is. Did you see my uh, YouTube on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know they used it for the promo. Yeah, we've year? seen it oh, several yeah. times yeah. for the promo. It was super. So fucking the first cool. time was so weird, like. Because I didn't know about all that. And then for some reason, I don't know, maybe Facebook heard us talk about pizza. The ad pops up and I see Troy and I'm like looking and it's not his page. And I'm like, what the fuck am I seeing? But it was the Pizza Expo. It, yeah. Somehow just showed up on my timeline. I was like, that's so weird. Like, I'm not going to lie. We did that whole thing in one take. The guy, <laughs> was just, the guy lost his shit. He was just yeah. like, dude, that was awesome. I tried to get Sherry to interview at the uh, awards expo and she was like, no. Isn't that scary how that happens with your phone? Because 
Molly was just talking about that little boy, that Linda, 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 Linda. Linda, oh, listen, Linda, Linda, listen. Linda, listen. Literally the next day, it pops up on my Facebook. It's, it's a dynamic in your phone. And yeah. they came out and said it. Yeah, they it listens. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you want to watch that show? I know we're trying to wrap up, but what was it? Um, oh, oh, the Snowden. 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 Oh, my gosh, yeah. All it, Sin's been saying that for fucking years, and I've been laughing yeah. at her, man. No, I knew. She gets, it just gets more proved to me every day. That's how I tell my wife what I want to grab her phone while she's though? in the shower. And the Snowden? Yeah. I've not I, seen I the movie, but I followed his story oh when it my came gosh, out. You should see the movie on Netflix. That man, I, I think history will show he's on the right side. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. I, well, we really appreciate it. will be Clinton at some yeah, point. Yeah, thanks for coming down, man. It's awesome. You get to spend some time and well, I get to hang out with you. Well, I've been stressed out at work and. So she's like, Are you guys headed back up today or what's tomorrow? The, no, tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. She's like, we need to take a few days off. What do you want to do? And I said, I need to go see Troy. That's I, awesome. I, Thanks. I just like, Get out before that fire hits the freeway. Yeah. Well, we're going to go up to CR Gibbs for dinner. Sounds good. So you want to go? I think we already have plans, but I'll ask the well, wife. fuck you then. Never mind. God damn it. He's so rough. <laughs> I mean, I got our closing music today. All right. What is it? Show me. Froggy Branch 2012. Yeah, we back up in this, y'all already know, cause I am the baddest of them all, if you ain't about money, then I don't mess with y'all, y'all think I don't get girls, cause I ain't very tall, if she see my stats, I bet you that she calls, you know that I am the baddest of them all. If you ain't about money, then I don't mess with y'all. Y'all think I don't get girls, cause I ain't bird tall. If she see my stats, I bet you that she calls. I had to fight my whole life. I could beat you This is up. fucking horrible, Joe. You have you heard of this guy yes, before? Yeah, this is fucking horrible. Even if you had infinity knives, I would punch you up into the, the air other one like is dunked top. on? Yes. You just gotta hear this. This guy did as a social experiment rapping. Probably like five foot tall. Yeah, I mean, he's not a big dude. He's not even a short dude. He's just five foot tall. Out on the court for a game of two on two. Me and Mike versus James and his boy Big Blue. We headed off to Kevin's house right after school. Cause he got that new lifetime basketball hoop. We came ready. We came ready to play. We came ready to win and bring the trophy home that day. Big Blue said, you ain't bringing home that W. When I'm standing here in front of you I grabbed the ball and I passed it into Mike Mike caught the pass, fake left and went right He drove through the lane and he threw it off the glass I couldn't believe my eyes, he was running so fast Caught the pass in mid-air, then he threw that boy down Nobody could believe it, James fell over on the ground He started crying, put his hands on his head Then Big Blue looked at me and Mike and he said Why is James crying? Just got 